0: What's going on everybody, it is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream, shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel, and welcome to Monday Night Raw-ski. <laughs> I've been I've been going raw all day, man, and I'm super hyped up to be back in here with another YouTube live stream, man. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. All right. We got a great show for you lined up today. Why you never give a woman what she wants. All right. We're going to give.
1: And that's all right. We're
0: going to talk about that. And the Alabama Alabama has been in the news lately. The Alabama battle Royale. We're definitely going to talk about that. We can't show you the whole video, but we're going to talk about that. But. You in here with the Bruce Wayne, This ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the Notorious new, One, new, 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 the Notorious Roodle. One, aka Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the Prognosticator Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with Every Woman's Fantasy, EWF, NCGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back. All right, we back in the building. Oh, man, you guys know I had to miss this morning's stream. I had to miss this morning's stream. Um, a little bit of confusion as to where I was supposed to be, uh, but I got there and uh, made it happen. And as you know, a ninja being dragged into the people's court. Also known as the crooked court, also known as the child disposal court, also known as the child hostage court, also known as the baby mama terrorist court, as also known as the fake judge court, also known as the broke bitch court, <laughs> the broke bitch court, also the need a paycheck from a ninja court. That's what the that's what the that's where I was at. And, uh, but, but blame it on the, eh, 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 yeah, man. And, uh, they dug in my pockets a little bit. They dug in my pockets. Uh, they weren't happy with me. Definitely wasn't happy with me because they was like, I'm not happy. They was, yeah. The extortion court. They was like, why you want to play your games on me? The title four D court, the, the ninja extortion court. (laughs) All right. No, 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 no. We, we. We, 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 this is a long game. Please understand. Every time I go there, every time I play this game, this is a long game. Um, It's costing a ninja a lot of money, but it is what it is. But uh, at least the money goes to somebody else, but bro, bitches. All right. Anyway, we got it going on. bitch. Yeah, (laughs) bitch. They try to dig in my pockets. They was looking at my paperwork like this ninja crazy. (laughs) Right. They was like, yeah, Uh it was like, well, we don't understand what this is. And we don't understand what that is. And I was like, yeah, you bitch. Anyway, yeah, bitch. we got a great show for you lined up today. We got a great show for you lined up today, man. I'm, I'm so happy to be back. This is what I do. Not worried about people over there. Worried about these people over here and the private investigators. Oh, they was pocket watching. The private investigators was pocket watching. By the way, you know, CGA going to monetize all of this, man. They just teaching me the game. They teaching me the game and I'm getting my I'm getting my J D degree. Honorary JD degree by the time I get used to all that. And I went in there and I tried to tell them. I was like, hey, uh, they was like, how much money are you make? And I was like
1: Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead flat stony broke. I've got three dollars and eighty five cents in my purse.
0: Yeah, man. Three dollars and eighty five cents in a purse, you know what I mean? It was crazy. <laughs> all right. It was like we haven't done custody yet. Custody's down the line. All right, we we actually did. So uh, what I'll do is on locals, CoachGregAdams. I'll break it down for you. I'll break it down for you. And um, should we go tonight after the day show? Should we go tonight over on locals? It'll be late. It'll be late. It'll be like ten o'clock on the west on the east coast. Uh, but I'll break it down over on locals and uh, tell you what we're doing here. This is just another steps. This is another another step. So anyway. Anyway, we got a great show. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. All the haters, hit the like button uh, in the building. And, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be great. We got straggling, Snickle Theater. And we have um, we have the Alabama Battle Royale coming up. And we also have, uh, what else do we have here? I think we have some other stuff. Uh, oh, we got baby mama terrorists hiring drill sergeants to come yell at their kids. Mm. <laughs> These... These women out of control out here, man. But anyway, anyway, they just got to eat. Bitches got to eat, too. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> all right. Bitches got to eat, too. All right. But look, to contribute to the show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world Don't be order. surprised if I change all of these. Um, cash app links. <laughs> All right. Don't be surprised. And uh, y'all n- just need to catch up. All right. What are we doing here? Let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. How about we do that? Shout out to Aber Wester says doc fight looking like a 1990s beat em up video game. It did, man. It was looking crazy out there. And you're going to get my opinion on it. I have an opinion about it. Definitely. JC says I bought two folding chairs for my arsenal today, man. Oh, Indeed, Albert Wesker says, "Surprised the ninja in the South knew how to swim. I actually, <laughs> that was, you know, I was proud of brothers. I was proud of brothers in that, in that throwdown, the Alabama Battle Royale. OTOBO says, did you win full custody of your children? Your ex is really evil. No disrespect, sir. Well, uh, she, you know, demonstrated as such. Uh, she was no disappointment. Uh, definitely people hold on to, you know, women can be bitter, man. You know, this is why they project. You are bitter and hurt. Uh, much of it comes from exes, um, and uh, it was it was noted by several people. The bitterness was there. But uh, listen, uh, we'll we'll break it all down on locals. We might see if we can go tonight. We'll see if we can go tonight. But um, you know, I am in a different place. I am in a different space. And uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all good on my side. Uh, but unfortunately, the kids become victims of this. The kids become the victims. Um, and I wish that uh, women would watch my show and listen to this. You guys are victimizing your children, all right? You give your children less. Um, I don't know how you can go in a child support hearing and say you can't afford your kids, and they don't take the kids from you. (laughs) Like, how do you go to child support and say, he's not giving me child support, and then the other person saying, but I want custody, which would be less child support to the bitch. Well, how does the court sit there and, and juggle that? They go, yeah, oh, these kids need to eat. And you're going, yeah, they would be eating well over here, eating steak, lobster. (laughs) Mm. But they do that. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, they need bills to pay and they need covers on their beds and they need shelter and they need uh and you're like, exactly. (laughs) But, of course, they don't care about the kids. They don't care about these. They don't care about the system and they don't care about fathers. And so it is so crazy. It is so crazy. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, all of these things, is all the info they give me arms me up, and it allows me to share it with you. It's a straight-up sham that a woman can get up there and say, well, I need to make my bills. Okay, well, have less time with your kids. So you can go get a goddamn job or a second job. Deliver Ubers. <laughs> all right, anyway, shout-out to Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang, French Toast Props. Who? All right, dude. shout out to Jay Flow says for the C G A deadbeat defense fund to hell and back. Salute coach and the coach gang. Stay petty. All right, I had to tell my attorney today. I'm saying I'm super duper petty, and I had to because this was the first time she saw me in action, and I was like, I'm letting you know I'm super petty, just so you know. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm throwing complaints at everybody. If they step, if they cross over me once, I don't care if it's the opposing counsel. The judge, the fake judge. If they step on my toes one time, I'm reporting them. So I'm going super petty. All <laughs> right. Just, my attorney was like, okay. All right, but uh, anyway, rational rationality says irrational rationality says CGA in court said you can't handle the truth out here.
2: You bitch. You bitch.
0: All right. Daryl Lucas says, Coach, your journey is our journey, and we appreciate you taking us. On the ride for experience. Peace to you always, and see you on locals. So, uh, make sure you're tuned in. And I gotta get a couple of cash apps while we at it. How about we do that? Thank you, brother. And uh, I'm telling you, they help. They're helping me. They helping me, fam. All right. Shout out to XL Pro Services. Says roll tide Alabama in the news again. Alabama in the news. Shout out to James. Says uh, Candace Owen proves women ain't ish. Tate set up. Okay, um, I didn't even see the whole interview, so I don't know. And Dave with the thumbs up, and let me get one more. All right, shout out to Jared. He says free agent lifestyle for life. Keep cooking CGA. All right. With all that being said, with all that being said, I gotta take y'all through the straggle in Sniggle Theater. I think it's straggle and Sniggle. Let me see what I got. I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to stay woke out here. All right. You see Neo. He had to apologize to the mob, but then he came and doubled down. So appreciate him for that. But let's get to that beautiful intro of the Straggle and
3: Sniggle theater.
0: Oh what what's going on here? Jesus! All right, I thought I unmuted it. Jesus, we... <laughs> no sound. Uh, anytime I see the thing go up and down, I'm like, "What's going on here?" All right, I thought I unmuted it. <laughs> I'll do it over. Straggle at Sniggle Theater here. Uh, what we got today is uh two hood rats shoplifting in Manhattan. All right, we got it right now. Two straggles shoplifting in Manhattan as you can see here these two women right here these two young ladies they look Puerto Rican or black I can't tell are we good all right we good all right you got a brother here who works security he working double overtime for these broke bitches out here yeah bitch yeah bitch. and guess what these two straggles trying to steal from Sephora I don't know but let's go ahead and get it back going here let's see here shout out to everybody that left uh, stayed with me on the podcast
3: oh.
0: you <laughs> say get out of here get your ass i bet ya you he bish. sees a lot of this shoplifting i bet you he sees a lot of it. he get out of here you ya bitch you ya bitch ya get the hell up out of here he don't give a damn all right about these tracks and watch this watch what she says <laughs> she had to throw an extra f you in it and take a look at these nasty Ghetto booties ain't showered or nothing. <laughs> or he looks like my brother working security. Um, but look at these straggles out here. Now they gonna they gonna try to run. What well, if your daughter? That's somebody's daughter right there. Somebody help these kids, help the children. These busted ass broke bitch. Come on, man. You got to get these girls in order here, and then after they get done with that, in a couple years, they're going to be selling a couple pieces of peace leave. That's what they're going to be doing out there, but uh, take a look here. We'll play it again without the audio. Security guard caught them lacking in midtown Manhattan, and these girls came all the way from Brooklyn or the Bronx to go shoplift, ruining everybody's economy out here. Look at them. They in the footlocker. Look at these straggles. Damn straggle daggles. All right. They don't need to be out here. They need to be getting some. You know what? They need to steal a nutrition plan. That's what they need to steal. They need to steal a nutrition plan. But no, they want to steal shoes and sneakers. Here they go. And watch. I love it how he disses them at the end because she got to get her keys and all of that stuff. He's like, get it, bitch. Get it, get it, get it. Yeah, get out of here, you punk ass. All right, look at them. Look at these guys right here. Take a look. Everybody else obeying the law. Everybody else shopping. All right, and these out-of-pocket bitches. All right, look at these fat. She got Jordans, iPhones, and they stealing. And she tried to get a, she tried to skedaddle and say F you at the end. Don't be mad at him. Don't be mad at him. Don't be mad UPS is iron. Unbelievable. Watch out for your daughters out here, your kids. All right, um, here's a guy right here. Uh, this guy goes by the name of Jay Childish. He's an internet comedian. And he's, have you noticed that more and more people are are coming on board with the free agent lifestyle, the junior college? Have you been noticing it? Or is it just me? Is it just me?
1: And that's you. No,
0: no, no, no. Take a look at this guy right here. This guy's got a skit going. And he says, sometimes I'll be thinking. All right. And we'll take it from there. There he is right there. Jay Childish, let's go ahead and give him a run. Sometimes I want a girlfriend. But then I see my homeboy
3: sitting in the car looking like this. I
0: said, listen to me. Listen, listen. To, listen. To me. And I'd be like, what, man? nah, I'm good. Hey, stop hanging up. Then let me I'm talk. Good. Let me talk. I'm good where I'm at. Why you always acting like Some- You know, the free agent lifestyle is making its rounds. You know what I mean? Men are figuring out what? Like, what do women bring? <laughs> not who is the table not what do you bring to the table it's that i want peace quiet and freedom i want what the free agent lifestyle encourages i cannot they, they like the, the, a lot of men are deciding to just you know what i mean just decide to be like you know what that's all right all right let's go ahead and put it right here he's like look sometimes i'll be thinking sometimes i want a girlfriend. But then yeah I, sometimes I want a girlfriend hey listen I need a girl who's mine all mine I need a girl in my life I know there's a lot of hope strategists ninjas in here and he's like I just need a girl who's mine all mine but of course most girls are drama see my homeboy sitting in the car looking like this I said listen to me let's listen listen, to, listen. Man, and I'd be like, what, man? nah, I'm good. Hey, stop man. hanging up. Let me I'm talk. good. Let me talk. I'm good where I'm at. Yeah, I'm good where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> All right? He's like, you know what? I get it. And I even know guys that have relationships. And they even say, if they broke up with their girl right now, they'll go free agent lifestyle for life. They said it right now. That tells you. That tells you that they even know, you know, especially men that they're in their 40s, they even know that if they broke up with their girl, they'd be over at the junior college right now. They already know. And there he is. I'm good. A lot of guys are saying, I'm good, man. You know what? It's all good, man. I'll just go ahead and play around, play the field, keep my peace, and go from there. Anyway, (laughs) I know there's a woman going, yeah, but... But not all women are like that. Not all women have drama. Yeah, most of y'all be got mad drama in the building and you just don't know it. But anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button and we're going to continue with today's show. And uh, what's coming up next? Are we going to the Alabama pay-per-view? I think we're going to the Alabama, we're going to the Alabama pay-per-view Royal Rumble, Alabama style. But hit the like button real quick. Hey, how with me? Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five
3: sticky can get high with me, that's a deal, right?
0: all right right, echo 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 do me a favor man hit the like button and let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show and uh let's see what we got here let's take that down and let me get over to paypal pal all right pal what are we doing here let's get over here pal let me see if there's any love over there all right and uh what do we got going over here over here oh we got two brothers over here so let me get to these brothers here let me see if i can say your names it's our brother. Sean Smith, he says, to my favorite African-American, a donation to the Junior or the Jasmine Rice Stress Relief Fund. A great meeting last night. I hope everything went well earlier today. Appreciate you for that uh, Jasmine Rice Fund right there. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And all is well, all is well, Ninja <laughs> over here. All right, but over there, I'm not sure. All right, shout out to our brother, Child, says, I didn't know you wouldn't be here today. I was generally concerned for the coach gang. All right, he says, the gang is in here for you, coach. I appreciate it, man. I tried to announce it and tell as many people as I could because – you know, everybody's not going to get the message, but I figure a couple people will be able to say, yeah, coach out there dealing with the same bullshit I tell you about. Shout out to Brian says, good luck in court today. The coach gang is rooting for you and your son. The battle continues. Shout out to Jacob says, after watching today's local stream, which was yesterday, I've realized that we can't escape goofies and Mitches, even in the coach gang. Shout out to the real free agents in the building. Yes. Yeah. Macaroni Tony says the last 15 minutes of that local stream had a lot of these hens deserve Wendy Ninjas questioning themselves. The mirror was held up to them. Shout out to you and shout out to these ninjas. Uh, Wendy, Beef Burger, dating women. All right. How do we donate? You can contribute to today's show by hitting the, the, uh, the you can do the dollar sign to the Toria CGA on the Cash App Vimo coach greg adams tv paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and that is not pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel and you can super chat on the notorious cga channel let me do this i gotta put this up here man i was in a scramble i had a had a call with my attorney before i got on here and it was just it was just a mess all right and it was a scramble i was like i gotta get i gotta get the show on I got to get it set up. Then I had some technical difficulties with my stream labs. It was a damn mess. It was a damn mess. All right, look, let's get over to the Alabama, Alabama Slamma Jamma Royal Rumble event that they're calling the Boat Dock Battle Royal or the Fade in the Water or the Chair, the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match. Let's go ahead and show you who the real MVP of this particular Alabama Jamma Slammer. There was a, there was a uh, steel chair. Uh, there's an Alabama chair there. There was a chair with a bandana on it. I can't find it at this particular point. Maybe we can find the chair with the bandana on it. But uh, I was going to put this on Straggle and Sniggle Theater, but uh, we're, we're not. We're going to keep it separate. Here's the thing. I can't play the entire video for YouTube reasons. Anytime I play a video with fighting in it, Um, what they'll do is they'll age restricted and they'll put you on the list and they'll give you a check mark. They'll give you a demerit. All right. And all of these things. And I don't want to put the entire fight on here, but I'm going to play what led up to the fight. And then we'll look at some still, some stills that are quite funny and uh, look at the perspective of what happens here. Now, I know race is going to be a part of this conversation and it should be me talking about Alabama. It should be, it's the deep South. And uh, I'm going to say right now, I'm glad that it turned out the way it did. Mm. Could it have turned out better? Yes, but it could have turned out far worse. Listen, one of these ninjas or these white rednecks could have been drowned on the spot. Somebody could have lost life. All right. Somebody could have came out with the skittery, pop, pop, cut, cut, cut. Skittery, pop, pop, and a boom, boom, brrr, boom. I mean, I'm surprised no caps were busted in the mix. All right. Nobody was shanked. I mean, it was all fisticuffs and it brought back, it brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> it said, good, all fisticuffs. Everybody should handle this this way. This is all male energy. All right, but then somebody brought the chair out and I was like, oh, damn. Hit hit granny with the chair. Hit granny with the chair. Hit old Nana. She fell back, legs wide open. All right, had that uh, peace sleeve hanging out. Oh, it was a disaster. All right, so. Um, let me get to this part right here. (laughs) All right. Let me get to this part. Uh, let's, let's show you what's up. Just in case you don't know what happened. Um, this is what led up to it. Now people are equating this to what would happen in the race war. I think this is a little premature. This is not even close to what's going to happen in the race war. Um, them rednecks going to come out with the jammies and then Pookie and Ray Ray going to come out and this is going to be a disaster. Right? So it's, this is not even close. So, I get some. There's some racial feelings here for sure, and there should be because just how it got set up. Now, the funny thing about it is, um, you, I'm going to show you the part where the where 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 the uh, scuffle started. I can show you that much. I can't show you the chair shot, but I think that the people who were the aggressors aren't getting as much uh, shame as they should. The original aggressors, yeah, they're calling them white privilege and stuff, and they were drunk on the boat, but they're not getting as much shame as they need. Um, it's kind of being passed or uh, cast over because of the chair shot, right? That's getting way more infamy. But let's play what happened here. Uh, let's, let's roll the film. That
1: guy in the white shirt is a crew from our little dinner cruise boat We got off our ship. All right. go over there to move that black pontoon boat on his own because those guys who parked there were told not to leave it there, and they left it there.
0: All right, long story short, for the people who have not been on social media all the last two days, as you can see, there's a black security guard right there. It looks like a security guard or a boat personnel. And there's his assistant right there, the chubby white guy. And as you can see, there was a a, a, a boat, a floating cruise, pedal cruise right there passing by. Well, the lady is narrating because the the boat that she's on needs to park right here. It needs to park right here where this pontoon is, the black one. Now, this pontoon probably was warned not to park there. And as you if you ever been on a cruise, if you ever been on a cruise uh or a a boat, you know that um like it's normally large with a lot of people. Now they're being delayed from docking or disembarking because this pontoon is here. Now, what you see is, you'll see in the background, just setting it up, you see a person running right here. They're going to be part of the, uh, they're going to, that's actually the woman that got the chair shot right there, I believe. You see her running above, all right, in the red. All right, well, she is noticing or they're noticing that this guy is basically taking off uh, the, the, um, the line to let the boat float into the middle of the ocean or the lake or the river or whatever they're on, okay? So, he's... The security guard is taking the lines off and he's releasing the boat because the people on the boat that you can't see, but they're filming from, they need to park their boat right there so they can disembark. All right. So this is pretty clear as the violator here should not have a problem with this. And they escalated unnecessarily. So let's continue. So
1: he's just pushing it off. That's funny. Check matters into his own hands. I love it.
3: I hope the police give him a big old ticket.
0: All right. Now we got a. All right. We got a guy approaching and uh, the Karen that took the share shot is approaching. Uh, they look like they're inebriated and drunk, not giving them uh, a pass, but it uh, looks like uh, they're discussing why their boat needed to be moved. All right. So I guess the security guard with his hat on backwards going to tell them we needed to move because you're drunk. You can't figure it out. That the people behind you. They need to disembark. All right, let's go from here. Ooh, confrontation with the owner of the
3: boat.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, okay, all right. So we got another Duke boy running in here. So now, here's the thing. This should be very self-explanatory. You violate it. I don't think the guy, the security guard, has made the guy aware that this guy with the testosterone here and the the elbows pointed out and the big chest, he's been actually worked out, so he got his chest puffed out. He's being aggressive. And they don't want the security guard to move this boat. But they are not aware of the people need to disembark. That wasn't explained so I don't understand where the anger is right now. All right. And so this guy comes in. He definitely cursing at him. I just want to take a look. So this guy, this Duke boy right here coming in here, shirtless, uh, with their with their uh wife beater tan. Watch how he addresses the security guard. All right, so that's aggression. That's definitely aggression. That's definitely cornering him. He's uh, got the security back guard back on his heels. All right, continue. All right, and so now you see, now you see what's happening here. These people want to get off the boat. These people want to get off the boat. It's very clear. Um, and so. There, these people here, the, the rednecks, we're just going to call them the rednecks, all right? The rednecks don't want to move their boat. For some reason, they don't understand why their boat was moved or attempted to move or why they need to move. This is somewhat um, apparently Apparently, they own a business in Alabama. I hope their shit goes under. I hope they lose their entire family business. It, it probably was built up by an old white man back in the day anyway. I'm not trying to make this about race, but it probably was built by their great granddaddy anyway. All right. And so they are prominent business owners in in Alabama. Did I say Atlanta, Alabama? And um I hope their whole business goes under based on their behavior. All right. So they're completely inconsiderate. People are calling this white privilege, if you will. F- fine. But this is definitely being completely inconsiderate and they're being aggressive towards the security guard. Ridiculous. Look how many people Look how many people are just this uh their whole their whole being is being, you know what I mean? They're being all, uh, what do you call it? I can't even think of the word, but anyway.
3: All
0: right, so there you go right there. Security guards pointing. He's like, look, this people right here need to get off the boat. Now, we now have the fifth and sixth person of the, uh, the, the rednecks have showed up. All right, I see six people, at least two women and four men, and they're still not getting it. They still don't understand what are you doing and the guy the security guy or the black guy's like look the people over here have to get off the boat it's pretty explanatory self-explanatory <laughs> <laughs>
1: all
0: right security guards still on it <laughs> All right, and so what you see is the young people are trying to be aggressive. The older male in the in the uh, redneck party was pushing back the younger son, who was the original aggressor towards the security guard. Continuing. So this boiled brat right here is being uh, hyper aggressive and cursing at the security guard more than likely. And we got a flat back, milly mouth muskrat. We got a fat old granddaddy right here. Now the security guard could de-escalate this, but he the security guard's like F all this, this is my chance. The security guard could have de-escalated and, and left the scene at this point. Everything was taken care of, but security guard wanted that smoke, and I don't blame him. <laughs> apologies to the headphone audience all right so there's the there's the security guard i i I don't know maybe he couldn't leave that was the spot i have no idea but he still got some shit to say possibly to that younger taller gentleman let's continue All right. Now we have another gentleman. Another, well, I'm not even gonna call these guys gentlemen. All of these guys are thugs. All of these guys that are in this on the on the shirtless guys are all thugs. All right, so we got another thug that is entered into it. So my count is like seven thugs, two Millie Mouth Muskrats, one Karen, and then one Muskrat. All right, and now he's gotta explain again to this guy who's gonna come up here and tell him about. Chad's got to come up and tell him what's happening at the country club and why your black ass shouldn't move my boat. Look, and look, as you can see, this guy has not not one time looked at out at the people that are on the, the ferry at all. They're concerned about the little ass boat. I want you to take a look at the, that at the privilege, the pride, not one of these people have showed an outset concern about the people that are on the ferry. Watch. Look, he it. He didn't look one time. He just kind of glanced and now keep pointing at his shit. Man, relax, fam. Move your boat. Still not
1: looking.
0: Still not looking. So, listen, whatever happened to them at the end of this fight, they deserved every ounce. Every ounce of what happened. Every single ounce. Let's continue. Get out Look at this! Look at this! He's talking about how rich he is, his law firm, how his daddy gonna sue him. Not one time have they made a consideration about the people on the boat. Not once.
3: So here they come.
0: All right. So this guy, hot hothead right here. Let's see what he does. All right. They're trying to cool him down. Another gentleman comes. What's going on, guys? Look! Look at the bullshit here. So, as the hothead is being escorted so he doesn't escalate, here comes another one throwing his arms up. Watch. What's going on, guys? Now, he, what's going on? Look at the, this. This, to me, is this is anybody siding with these thugs, the thugs on, with the boat, anybody siding with them, I cannot, I can't feel you, fam. I cannot feel it. All of these privileged, non-concerned, entitled-ass people, did not show not one ounce of awe. Oh, you know what? Let me just move the boat. Just move the goddamn boat. It's not that hard. And each one of them felt necessary to confront the security guard, the guy that was just doing his job. He's just doing his job. He needs these people to disembark. And all of these people never even looked out there. They all feel the need to throw their hands up, puff their chest out, and um ask, what's up? What are you doing, bro? man, they deserve every ounce of that ass whooping that they about to catch. All right, but let's continue. Why does this man have to explain to all of these people? There's no look, he has to explain to all of them the exact same story as they come out stumbling drunk, trying to figure out what's going on. By the way, somebody said the security guard should have called the cops. It's not a police issue, right? It's not a police issue. He's doing his job. Why does he need to call the cops? Okay, what 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 are the cops going to do? Make them move their boat? That's not a police issue. That's probably the a, a marine issue. Okay, that that has nothing to do with the police. He's doing his job, and he having to explain why he has to do his job. <laughs> Look, he's just doing it. And they still look at these guys, man. They're still pissed. They're still so self-absorbed that they are not looking out. One time he's explaining, he's clapping his hands, he's pointing, he's directing. He's like, this is my job. I told you this has to happen. All he's doing is his job. There's no need to call the police at this point. All right. Now, there was a need to call the police later on but these people are ganging up on him. Can we agree they're ganging up on him? Somebody says, stop pausing so much. Ninja, go watch the video somewhere else. Go watch the video somewhere else. I don't give a F if you watch it with me or someone else. You're going to be right back here anyway. I have to provide commentary. I have to provide commentary. Man, leave the stream, go watch it on Twitter, and your punk ass will be back in three minutes. I'm doing my job. Let me do my goddamn job. I don't come to your house, I don't come to your job and kick Johnson's out of your mouth. Yeah, cuz you suck salami for a living. I don't come to your job and kick them out of your mouth, do I? I don't come to your job and tell you how to and tell you how to take bananas up the tailpipe, do I? Do I come to your job and tell you to grab your ankles the way you grab ankles? Do I come to your job and tell you how to drop fries and flip burgers? Yeah. Do I come to your job and tell you how to mop the floor? I don't. Mm. <laughs> right, I'm providing commentary. Let me do my job. <laughs> Let's continue. Anyway, do I come to your job and tell them how you let old men tickle your balls? I don't do that. But I let you do you, baby. I let you do you. Do you and let them tickle your balls the way you want them tickled. I don't I don't do this. I don't do this to you. All right, let's continue. And let me do let me do this. Let me do this. Oh, now there we go right there, ladies and gentlemen. So, this was like guy number 5. Why do you think the security guard deserved this? Okay. Look, he's telling him he's pointing. He's minding his own business. This is a cheap shot. He's not even looking. He's doing his job. He's trying to bend down to his level. Barney rubble and take a look. What? Oh, man. Now, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Now, what was what was the cause of this? This is clearly unacceptable behavior. He sn- he got snuck attacked. The guy was just doing his job, and this guy comes in and launches towards him with a punch to the throat. Yeah, this is a sucker punch. This is ridiculous and reprehensible behavior, and the guy's in for it right now. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the video is the guy said, you know what? Fuck this job. <laughs> that throw of the hat basically was like, you know what? I'm done with y'all. We about to get fisticuffs flying. <laughs> with a capacity crowd, my man said, you know what? We about to deal out Dunker sandwiches. <laughs> he threw <do> that hat. <laughs> <laughs> he said yo i'm about to smash all of y'all and take your hoe all right so let me see here <laughs> another punch so this guy has delivered two uncalled for sneak attack punches before the other brother got his punch in all right so now since this is youtube i cannot tell you but you can see they're grappling uh it's one-on-one at this particular moment here comes millie mouth his game's a flat back Sloppy yogurt, Barney Rubble over there. And uh, the black guy said, Fuck this job. All right, I'm going into these. And oh, the original escalator runs back in with this cape, of course. Here I come to save the day. He'd been wanting to get a couple of punches in. And there he goes, delivers a high knee. And this is where it gets odd. So as you can see here, as you can see, I see there's another guy and another and another. So I see one, two, three, four, five, six on one with a possible two. <laughs> with a possible. It's six on one. Now, this is where I say this could have got really dangerous. I mean, we're in lynch territory right now. This guy could have been thrown in the water, didn't know how to swim. This could have ended really bad. And these guys are lucky that they, that, 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 um, the way things went, that um, that that it didn't go that far because all of these guys would be thrown in jail, in prison. All right, so uh, they taking penitentiary chances out here. Now, this guy with the vest on is a possible savior, but he will provide no help or assistance. So it's kind of seven on two, but really not. It's a seven on one. Like, where do we do this, guys? Where do we do? Why aren't these men in jail? These men are, these men belong in jail. For what they're doing right now, this is a sneak attack. It's uncalled for. They're out of line. The guy's doing his job, and they're going to go six-on-one, pile on him, potentially maybe make him lose his breath, uh, um, uh, smother him. There could be a knee in the neck here. This could be a knee in the neck. Oh, this guy needs to get paid lawsuit-wise. This guy needs to get super paid. All right, this is completely out of line now. uh, Oh, I I can't play the video. I forgot. All right, the the boat's going wild. And as you can see, the possible assistant, uh, this ninja's like, oh, wait a minute. All right, and so these guys, the the assistant, the possible guy that can help, he's out of there. All right, and this guy's punching him. Man, I hope their business goes under. I got one, two, three, four, five, six on one. Man, this is some good old country boy bullshit right here, man. I, I hope they get the... Pantsuit off of them. Let's continue uh, on here. There's the punch to the gut there, and there's more people. So the Karen comes in, and they're delivering blows. Wow. They're working him right now. They're definitely putting in work. Guys, this ain't even half of the video. All right, I got to show you. uh, Here we go right here. They're they're still working them. And here comes a brother right here. Let me see if I can play that part. And there's a brother that comes in, and he looks like he plays basketball. He's bigger than everybody, and he's trying to de-escalate. It looks like one of the boys caught a bad one. And uh, we have a brother there to de-escalate, and he's trying to push people off. But they're taking liberties still at the security guard who's down on his belly grabbing a leg. All right, and there's another muskrat. All right, another muskrat comes in. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, we literally got eight on two at this point. This is out of line. All right, all right. So listen, I, I can only show stills going forward. All right, and we do have another. Oh, okay. I don't can tell if the muskrat is the muskrat is with who. All right, he's getting the his black wife. All right, so let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Let's take a break. Let's take a, let's take a break and see what's going on here. Now, who? Who's with, who's with the white boat guys? <laughs> is there? This is Montgomery, Alabama. Alabama's been in the news lately, and it ain't for football. Who is with the boat guys? Please tell me you're with the boat, and give me a thorough explanation as to why they shouldn't have got their ass kicked, <laughs> right? All right? Why are we supposed to wait for the police on the side? All right, let me call the police. Anybody? Anybody? All right, uh, let let your name. Hey, listen, we can disagree today. We can disagree. We, we can disagree, fam. But um, but um, these dudes need they ass kicked, and they they deserve every single bit of what's about to happen next. I right, put up a poll. Yo, you showing your colors, man? Man, I can. Man, let me let me let me let me go here. All right. So now let's go to this part of the film here. Apparently. Some bruhs were somewhere, and they came out of nowhere. Let's play that part of the video. Oh,
3: boat, oh, they move down. They All
0: right. Yeah. And so now this is where it gets racially charged, right? It was already racially charged. But now you see the black brothers took their shirts off. Uh, we do have a, a report of a black man that jumped in the water and swam across to the to the dock area. And uh, now the brothers have come off with their shirt off to help the 701 security guard. What's up? All right, so here we go, right here. Okay. Uh, it looks like at this point things have de-escalated, but none doesn't matter. Oh man, okay. All right. So we got the battle royal on the pontoon and people getting hit, white folks scrambling. All right, they like I'm out. Look at the girl. Look at the lady right here. She ready to jump in, fam. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. I got a question. I got a question. Where was all of this running when the fight broke out? Look at how fast they trying to drive off now. Look at how fast they trying to move the boat now. Where was moving the boat before this? Remember when they were asked to move the boat and seven people came up and said, fuck you, I ain't moving the boat. Now, why are they trying to move the boat so fast now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> look at these people man they like uh-oh now why they ain't jumping why they ain't jumping these people here i mean it's clearly obvious but these cowards they deserve to lose their entire family business and fortune they need to pay off everybody involved in this scuffer scurfuffle if you will and let's continue to see what we see here look out. yeah they now they want to get off the boat Okay, all right, okay, okay, boy, all right, we got we got punches being thrown. I'm not going to be able to show you, but uh, reinforcements definitely came in. And guess who's getting the big one? The police are here, by the way, for the person that wanted the cops to be called. There they are. There's the police officer. Unfortunately, they, saw, they sent the woman in. <laughs> There's the police. And guess who's getting the ass-whipping right now? The tall, lanky white kid who was the original aggressor. He getting dealt. He getting dealt up right now. And, of course, he deserved every single bit of this. And now we got an all-out skirmish. And, oh, the muskrat is in there. Oh, by the way, women came in there, too. Sisters came in there. Brothers came in there. And the muskrat is getting ravaged now. I don't know if you can see that. Panties about to be flying in a minute. We got two muskrats on the floor. All right. Where did she come from? I thought she was about to jump in the water. Oh, she came out right there. All right, so there she is right there, and uh, she got dealt with, uh, male or female. The female dealing with her. Oh, no, this is this is terrible, man. This is atrocious behavior by these people. There's despicable display of humankind here. We'll get to the chair shot in a minute. Uh, the muskrat is getting dealt. I think a dude dealing blows now. Okay, I can't show you that. All right, now we got the muskrat being laid out. Somebody in the water. We got a muskrat going in the water. Take a look at this. Behind. Right there. Look. My, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pushed her in the water. Man. Hey, man. Hey, let me tell you something. This is all deserved. Anybody who say this is not deserved. I, listen. I'm not a violent person, but they deserve every bit of this. They deserved every bit of this. Got thrown in the water, fam. Look at watch. Let's see if I can <laughs> right here in the water. Hold up, Bruh. Oh. Mm. going swimming. All right, this is an incredible battle royal, and uh, you know this is bringing back some some hard feelings for some people because obviously this is black versus white. All right, the muskrat is still getting dealt with. Two muskrats are down. We got the husband coming in, choking out a black girl. All right, and he slips. Don't go drinking too much. You know, that's boat activity. And he getting pummeled. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Take a look at this, man. This is insane. Insane. I still got more. All right. And, of course, (laughs) let me show you this part. These boys come in to help, but look. Look at the brothers. Oh, man. Now, look. Take a look at this picture. Take a look at this picture. Now, look. If the media got a hold of this picture, the aggressors would be the victims. Because now you have a one, two, three, four, five. And yes, the police officers are there for the police officer people. There's two police officers there and they ain't doing Nathan plus a couple of security guards. But take a look at this. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> How do you feel about this picture? Now, if you think this picture is like, oh, my God, they're out of line, I, I want to ask you, where were you when the 7-on-1 was occurring? Where were you then? Remember the 7-on-1 pummeling that the security guard was getting and you were like, well, he we should have called the police. <laughs> what about this picture? Do you feel the same? Because you know an ass-kicking about to come through. These boys got to, about to get some bloody noses. All right, but uh, here we go. Let's get it. Let's see if I can get the. Let's the see them skedaddle. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I can't show you all that. All right, but uh, they definitely go get a couple of bowls and them them hard them Mike Hart lemonades, the Mike Hart lemonades and them White Claws and uh, is going crazy and the muskrats are getting involved too. Oh my goodness, she goes down. There's the muskrat. Roger muskrat come in and the Kaylee goes down. <laughs> oh my. Mm. Wow. This is incredible. This is incredible footage right here. And uh, listen, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, the police officer is gonna start making arrests. The female police officer has a taser or something. I don't know what she's got out there waving around. And there's too much water. Uh, people start stumbling here. All right, they thinking twice about what they did, and they started this shit. Oh, there's another one by themselves. All right, we do have another. We do have another piece of footage here. Alright, I'm gonna see if I can pull up the chair. Cause this isn't it. Now the chair. Oh, hold up. Oh, damn, I missed it. Oh, okay. All right. I was about to say. I thought I lost the video. Okay, we do have another one. This continue quite often. This is what I mean, quite quite a long time. Alright, so. Alright, so there goes the guy right there. He's getting chucked. He's getting pushed. Oh, a sneak punch. So, this guy right here is definitely a coward. Look at this sneak attack right here. You know, a lot of people do this. Look how he's trying to walk. You see this right here? You see this right here? We have a confrontation, a 101, and look at the sneak attack. Oh, these savages. All right, let's get to these savages here. Look at that attempted sneak attack. Oh, that right, that right cross looks terrible. All right, we can't show you that on YouTube. They don't want me to show you. All right, there it is, right there, and this guy just basically going to hold his eyes, try to rip his eyes out of his socket, right there. He's going to try to hold on. All right, we got some fisticuffs going on here. We got people to. Uh, all right, oh, Granny goes down. All right, so here it is, right here. <laughs> Sisters, hey, Black folks united, man. I'm telling you. All right, so uh, the muskrat grandmother is right here now. The tide is turned. Now I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Possibly 10 on 2. 10 on 2. Rightly deserved. And Granny goes down. The sister delivers a hard punch. And Granny goes down, legs wide open. As you can see right there. Granny goes down. All right. Chair is coming in. All right. The fight is moved over. And this guy right here has grabbed the chair. Now it's getting serious. Now, at this point, now we have weapons in here. I cannot support that i cannot support weapons being drawn and i like the fact that it was kept you know fisticos let's deal with it like that and the people needed to deserve it now i don't approve of chair shots but for some reason this dude's been watching the stone cold steve often versus the rock all right so let me see if i can uh frame it just so you can see it i cannot play it and i play it all right we go a chair all right this ninja done picked up a chair and he starts swinging all right there's granny down I'm glad they're not looking. All right. There's Granny. Uh, we got big, big fannies out here, too. All right. So, man is delivering hardcore Holly chair shots. He's delivering mankind chair shots. All right. Let me see here. Let me, there he is right there. Look at this. Look at this assault. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, if you see the video, he's delivering hardcore chair shots. I mean, this guy's going in. All right, I don't condone this type of behavior, but under the circumstances, let's continue. He says, why can't you play it? This is YouTube. You cannot play violence like this on YouTube. Now, some people can, but I'm not going to do it. All right, uh, here he is right here delivering chair shots. Now, the big chair shot here is going to be, there's granny over here getting pushed almost in the water. She's almost getting pushed in the water. Oh man, I didn't mean to show that YouTube, but just slipped. All right, so take a look at this. Granny's almost getting pushed in the water by the sisters. Puss peace leave out. Here's the peace leave out. She got her peace leave out with her boy shirts. And take a look at that. This this woman's like, what are we doing? Okay, this guy been waiting for a fight. This guy been waiting for a fight. All right, take a look at what happens here. Take a look at what happens. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Earl. Earl, chill, fam. Earl. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. All right. This is what happens when you let shit escalate. Now they realize these people are serious business. All right. They're serious. All right. This ninja came in from the and oh, by the way, police were there. There's the police. Looks like they get, looks like the police can't do anything about this. Let's continue. Oh my goodness! All right, and so there you see Granny catching one, and he got immediately arrested. So and rightly so. Let me go ahead and play that part right here. Let me see here. Rightly so, uh, we don't want people. Getting and he's immediately arrested right there. So that's definitely assault. All right, Granny is. Yeah, they took him down. All right, he's, he's resisting. Oh oh no, another granny peace leave off oh, I- <laughs> What's wrong with women in falling fam? So what is this woman doing? What is she what is she doing guys? What is she doing? Uh, officer. <laughs> can you arrest that man? Uh we have a ma'am. Said, get your ass back. Oh my goodness, she goes down like Frazier. Y'all ready for this? Man, what are we doing here? Take a look at this stumble and fall. Pushed her all in her titties, too. All right, let's see here. She twisted her ankle. Look at this, man. This is pathetic. Pathetic. (laughs) All right, we got a knee in his neck and his back. I think the chair shot ended it. That that definitely was that definitely was the thing that really took it over the top. And that de-escalated everything real fast. They
3: the they two, two,
0: in the All right, there's the police. All right, we got another brothers arrested. All right, so we got two men, two men in handcuffs being detained. And, uh, by the way, I believe that there's warrants out for several of the boat owners being arrested as well. There's, I believe that there's warrants out. All right, so this is the aftermath of it right there. That's the aftermath. And, wow, look at the amount of people here. Uh, this could have got ugly. I mean, on some Nat Turner lick. This could have been ugly. All right. And there's the family there. It uh, looks like one or two of them are being detained as well. As you can see, there's police officers. I do see hands behind back here and uh, some mealy Mouth muskrats pleading for them to be freed. But that's not going to happen. So I do see those brothers being detained as well. Yep, there we go. So we got one being detained there. Uh, Yeah, we have two. two of those guys definitely are in handcuffs. And they're being detained as well, so it could be it could be way more than this it could be way more than this, and oh, we got three, so we definitely have three, so three of them being detained right there so uh if anybody wanted to know if it was equal amount of people being detained, if people were held responsible on the victim side or on the side where they were the aggressors, um there it is right there now uh again, that was in Montgomery and Alabama we do have. Uh, several people being detained. This is going to be kind of an ongoing saga. Um, I would like to see some reparations for the security guard, for sure. He definitely deserves some. And um, um, everybody else, you know, it was, it, it was what it was. So, you know, really pay attention to how things can escalate and how your behavior, uh, your entitlement can lead to a massive thing where there could have been deaths on both sides. There could have been deaths on both sides. So I'm glad it ended the way it did. Even though that it was very violent. I'm glad it ended the way it did. We could have had the security guard being drowned and snuffed out. We definitely could have had granny. Definitely going to see the Lord. um, And a couple of other people. If they would have brought the skitty pop, pop, pop. If it, if they would have brought knives and shanks. The brother brought a chair. It could have been deadly. This could have been deadly. So this was great. All right. It escalated pretty fast. And the the, the aggressors should be held responsible for this. They should be fined and suspended. And their wives should be um, allowed to get throttled by several of the brothers over there. I would, have, I would agree with that. <laughs> the people's chair. Uh, the chair has come, become, became to have a life on its own. And as we're talking, the Lord shining upon me as well. So let that happen. Let's get to the, uh, the support. And again, if you want to watch the videos, if you want to watch the videos, Go watch the video at length. I have to provide commentary and entertainment. As you can see, this is the day that CGA has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day shining on me. All right. Normally when the sun shines on me, I gotta get, I gotta put something else on, right? Uh, which let me go to the next thing right here. Oh, by the way, this is what um this is what Ice Cube has to say about this. Because there are, there are some. There are some people that are celebrating this as a racial victory. I don't see it. I do see that uh, blacks, black men did help, and black women did help other black men, which, which I'm proud of, and um, against bullies. All right, but what did Ice Cube have to say about this? Let's hear it. Boy, to the side of your head, you talking about cat? This, shit, he ain't fading nothing over here though. One ass whooping man, it's still one. How you figure that, man? look around you man they own this shit they own this couch you sitting on them shoes you got on your feet this building this school this country you we're behind enemy lines dog one beat down and never compare to 439 years of captivity yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people are like, we we run the race war, I'm going to be like, no, nah, y'all didn't win nothing. Y'all definitely got this fight. You definitely got this one. But it's a lot coming, guys. Uh, I don't think I actually gave my opinion on if there could be a race war. I think it would be pretty one-sided statistically. Statistically. And um, unless we had someone that was uh, very astute in how to engage in battle, it could be a mess. We need a leader. All right, but uh, if we do are, are allowed to bring chairs into the match, it could be great. It could be great. So don't, don't get hyped up, man. Don't think this is going to happen in Westlake Village, California. Don't think that this is going to happen in Newport Beach. Don't think this is going to happen in Miami South Beach. Um, if you go attempt this today, it could get ugly. So one beat down, don't compare. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry about the uh, camera here. Let's get to the contributions. How about we do that? No government name says the only way. To truly stop a woman's forward progress in court is to have evidence that would humiliate her. I had this evidence from her new husband and I had six years of peace. God bless you coach. And yes, um, I do have um, evidence as well, as well that I can uh, bring up and sling mud. Uh, what I tell you, man, if you're in these battles in the court, you definitely should sling mud fight dirty. All right. Cause they have no problems throwing your reputation and throwing your name under the bus. Uh, but um but you got to actually be aggressive here. Let me get the super chats. Come back around. All right. Let me see here. Y'all, y'all some creative brothers here. Modi Jacqueline is in the building. Shout out to you. Enigma WPG. I don't have much as I'm getting hemmed up myself, but got to show respect to you for sharing your experiences and your knowledge, not theory. Yes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. And uh, shout out to you. Good luck in your fight getting hemmed up as well. JC says, does anyone understand how far that ninja had to swim? Yes, that's that's a lot of, and I don't have video of him swimming across, but that's a pretty difficult swim, so I appreciate him doing that. Let's just say none of those guys came to help that one security guard. It could have got ugly. Shout out to Q-Time, says showing Support Coach. Indeed, JC says, I'm waiting for Scuba Gooding Jr. to enter the scene. For some reason i don't have video of him swimming first of all black people can swim shout out to w says uh they deserved all of that salute to the coach for standing firm on truth gotta show the brother swimming to the fight i gotta i gotta find it for some reason i can't find it here let me see here man swimming man swimming to fight he swim better than obama chef <laughs> all right he swim better than uh let me see if i can find it here Hi. Let me see where's the where's the evidence of him swimming. For some reason, I don't see it. Oh, here it is. Okay, I got it. I got it. We do have we do have a video uh, footage of this man swimming to the fight. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, just so you can see, here it is, right here.
3: Right.
2: So he
0: jumped off the. Uh, it looks like the um, the ferry. He jumped off the ferry and he's swimming. <laughs> There he is right there. Oh, man, boy, that takes an incredible amount of strength. And adrenaline's pumping. And he's going to jump out a little bit heavier. His pants are going to be heavy. Did he take his shirt off at least? All right, there he is right there. Wow, take a look. Wow, he swam. Oh, he did, Yeah, he had his shoes on, too. Man, he could have lost life. He could have lost his life. You know what I mean? Just say... You know, he wasn't the most advanced swimmer. That's a pretty long distance for somebody wearing clothes and shoes. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, he deserves an award, too. He deserves some of that piece of the pie as well. All right, we got a shot. Uh, Homer says Fisticuffs brawl is way better than the shootout. I'm just glad it didn't end in the shootout, right? Because it could have easily ended in the shootout. What's the open carry laws in Alabama? Okay, JC says, I'm hoping that hat flip goes viral, Coach. Yes, indeed. That was everything. That was everything. We got, let me see here, Rasta Pasta. Thanks for all that you do. You saving my life with the daily content. Thank you, sir. Lone Revolver. May Young got hit with the chair. Bam. How many viral clips are about to come from that particular fight? Vernon says, "Churches in session. CGA means come get anointed. it. Shout out to you. Corey says, love the content. Hit it. Hit it, coach. Here we go. New, 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 new world order. All right. If there was young dudes there, they would have skitty popped all of that up. Setsana says, this ain't about race, but justice. Salute, coach. Indeed. Uh, people do want to make about race. I can see why you want to do it. There's uh, class in there, and, yes, there's race in there for sure. Uh, there's the Deep South. There's the history there. I think those guys definitely used their privilege, if you will, over that security guard, like, a.k.a. they tried to put that security guard in this place, right? They're opening oh, they ninja. ain't going to show you uppity ninjas what you're going to do around here. you going to listen to me. I don't care about them niggers on the boat. You keep pointing at them niggers on the boat. They can stay on that boat. However long we want to do, we going to be out here drinking White Claws and you ain't going to do nothing about it. I tell you, I'm drawing on, I'm drawing on tobacco right now and I'll spit at your feet and we'll put you in your place, boy. Don't you know this is Montgomery, Alabama? This is Montgomery, Alabama. Boy, you better know your place or you'll be swinging. By midnight, we know where you live. I run here. My great-granddaddy got a statue outside the courthouse. <laughs> and Montgomery, Alabama is a good place to raise a boy, if you know what I mean. It's a good place to raise a boy, and I'll get my youngin' on you, and i get my youngin' on you. He a young bull. He headed to the University of Alabama, and he play outside linebacker. I'll get my youngin' on you, and he'll put it on you. Boy. Do as I say, boy, you don't question me. My great-granddaddy done ran this town, and he done raised many boys around here. <laughs> right? He's sitting up there, boy. They tried to pull. My great-granddaddy was a judge, a federal judge, a state judge, a district judge, and he'll come out here, and he'll show you right now. We'll roll his wheelchair right now, and he'll show you the justice we done down here. Good God. Good God. Damn, good God. Goddamn will roll on you, boy. He, that's what they was telling him. That's what they was telling him. They was telling him that. And that brother was not going for it. He was like, hey. He threw that hair. He was like, bro, I ain't my great granddaddy. I will come out here and I will bl- bl- deliver the people's elbow on you. My great granddaddy, he might got strung up. But I ain't my great granddaddy. I'll tear your ass up. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, nest egg ball. In the building, he says, I know that ain't White Wolf's pontoon, White Wolf out here. (laughs) White Wolf out here, man, getting dealed up. White Wolf, chill. Yeah, we have to tell White Wolf to chill. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. David McFarland, in the building. Davey boy, we got you, brother. Thank you, man. And let me check PayPal because PayPal deserves some love. We got, eh, let me see if I can say this here. One, two, three, four, five. Allie says some far rights and closet racists who defended Jordan Penny, choking that black man to death, are the same people making excuses for these thugs' behavior. Uh, Jordan Penny, that, that slips my mind. But uh, but yeah, uh I can't side with anybody excusing this behavior at all. All right. They they were they were dead ass wrong. And and you had a two-minute and thirty-second video showing it. Doc Stoker says, Granny said, Ninja too much in life. That was that was what that was for. Yep. And he says, I can swim well. That was what that was. That was like 60 years of her saying. Because um, you know, Granny. Granny is like that uh that woman. What's that woman name that had the cooking show in the South Savannah, Georgia? She did the same thing. That, what was her name? Pearly? I can't remember her name. Bet Patsy. Patsy, Patsy Klein. I can't remember her name. Oh, the New York Subway. Okay, okay, okay got it, got it. The New York Subway guy. All right, shout out to you. What's that woman name? She be, she be making all that fried food. Oh, I'm going to put some butter on it. We're going to put some lard. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. And then got caught talking about some niggas. I don't care what y'all doing around here. I got the sweet tea on deck. Swing. Swing. Sh- sh- make that sweet tea over there and get that fried chicken cooking. She had all them black people back there working, making all her biscuits and shit. Mm. (laughs) All right. Paula Dean had all them black people back there cooking. And then when the TV camera showed up, she was like, get y'all niggers out there. Get back in the back in the pen back there. Get back in back there. And she came out. I made all this chicken. Mm. (laughs) right? Allegedly. Allegedly. All the black folks in the back washing their hands, all in the horse trough. Paula Dean in Savannah, Georgia. Look at all these chicken and cornbread I made. <laughs> right? Like, bruh, you lying, and then got caught talking about nin- nigger. Didn't she get caught saying nigger? Hold on for a second. Let me pull it up. All right, let me see here. Leave it up to Paula Dean. That, that lady must have been Paula Dean. <laughs> let me see. Paula Dean was out there. Admi- oh, there it is. She admits using the N-word. Uh, Let's pull her up. Hold on for a second. Let's pull her up just for shits and giggles right here. Here it is right here. Paula Deen. Right there. Celebrity chef Paula Deen admits using the N-word. Shocker. Really? Really? Like who didn't didn't know that she used the (laughs) N-word? She already 80 years old in Savannah, Georgia. Stealing people's chicken recipes. And cauliflower and all of that shit. For real? I mean, she looked like she wake up to keep her teeth white and say it. Shout out to Paul Mooney. She looked like she say it. She looked like she thinking it. (laughs) That's why she got here with the chair. All right, let me stop. She looked like she thinking it. All right, anyway. (laughs) I don't want to start no war, man. I'm just saying. All right, anyway. Like who 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 didn't think that was coming? Shout out to Paula Dean. They just want to clap Paula Dean's cheeks. All right. Anyway, <laughs> she looks, oh, hold up for a second. I do have video footage of Paula Dean back in the day. This is alleged, alleged. All right, here we go. I'm going to find it real quick. <laughs> this is going to be bad. This is not Paula Dean. I must, I must say that. I must say that because then, you know what I mean? They're going to come after me. All right, but uh, I do have footage. Of her potentially when she was younger, oh no, I can't find it. I can't find the damn thing. I can't find it. All right, uh, let me see if I. Can. Oh, here we go, right here. All right, hold on for a second. All right, oh, I can't show it. Hold on for a second. All right, I do have it right here. There it is, right there. Um, allegedly, allegedly, this might be a descendant. I'm not sure. Could be a descendant of. Checking the, checking the equipment. Checking the equipment. It could be. I mean, I see potentially a family resemblance. I don't know. I'm just. It's not her, though. It's not her. Uh, Offset says, I'm curious about the reason behind women sometimes seeming to focus on minor details. Today, my girlfriend expressed her unhappiness. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. With me because I forgot to pull, put the uh, bathroom rug down. And he says, I have no clue what she was talking about. She pointed out that the rug that she washed and left on the bathtub, I explained, I didn't notice it there. However, I couldn't understand why she didn't simply put the rug down herself. I was met with silence. Like what that mean? And he says right here, the rug in question is small and meant to be stepped on after taking a shower. Sometimes I feel like women find little things to get upset about and intentionally disrupt our day because they're bored. The pettiness is at an all-time high when they don't have a hobby, which is where I try to tell some guys, you think you want a traditional wife, but you can't get it to be a traditional, you, can't, you, you really don't want a traditional wife. You guys think you want a woman to follow you around like you go to some of these Asian countries, and you're like, I want to get me a nice submissive wife. That ain't got nothing to do and, other than cater to you, but she's going to follow you around like a cat. You don't want that. You want a woman with some shit to do. Get out of your business. But unfortunately, some of what they're going to do is let somebody invade their peace leave. I can't help that. But yes, they're super petty, right? And they look at things as um, respect. And so, you know, they want to see that you respect the little things that they they do. That's all. (laughs) But most of the time, this is why I don't associate with them. Because if they're focused on that, I can't be hyper-focused on them. Shout-out to Omar says, keep up the good work. You freed more ninjas more than I think Lincoln did. Shout-out to you, man. Yes, we got it. Shout-out to you. Free the slaves. Free the slaves. Let me see. I got Miles coming up, and then I got a couple more. Hang tight. Miles says, coach is sad to see Kyson Nat continuing a stereotype of young black men not having guidance and her leadership from a father that was extremely dangerous, and he could have lost his life that day. Coach, keep preaching this young this message to us young men because we desperately need it. Free agent lifestyle for life. Kai. Kai's in the news, man, now. So be careful out here. Um, maybe I'll do a show on him. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. JC, did I get you? Setsana says, this wasn't about race, about justice. JC says, when that ninja, when, when these ninjas piss you off here, flip the cap. P says, racism can be cured for a limited time only if the parties involved crack the beer together and share some barbecue. Indeed, share some of that barbecue out here. It's barbecue in there. Cali West, they effed around and found out when you try that in a small town. Shout out to Coach Greg at, oh my goodness, that's yes, the small town thing. ay aye aye. aye. Alright, Superman says, now you he says, now your ass can't go to Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> right, I'm in Alabama. I don't go to Bama. No crimson tire. Go road tide. Row tide. Montgomery, Alabama, Hoover, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. And you know that when they talk, when they talk, they got that spit on their mouth on their bottom lip. Yeah, I was about there, mouth there went them with them. Yeah, get them damn Barnick. Damn, burn it! I just had with that big guy out here in Alabama, and they all spitting on you and shit. Talk about good God, you mean? Know, golly, golly! Debbie <laughs> half drunk out there. Golly, good God Almighty! Golly, Roll Tide! Nick Saban out here done lost his mind. He put that he put that black man out there to do that pump turn. All right, they got that boy. They put, put that ball out in the corner right there. And then he ran it all the way back, War Eagle, all the way back, 105 yards after Alabama right there, bro. Tied. <laughs> I can't go to Alabama. Because they going to come out there and they're going to say, You uppity ninja, you West Coast boy. We don't do that down here. We don't do that down here. Think you can come around here and talk about us? We got history around here, boy. We'll have your ass out here floating and the snapping turtles is snapping to your skin, boy. You get your mind right around here, roll tide. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, let me stop, man. Let me, hey, man. Let's get back to the show. JC says, Coach, is it me or did you get a new camera stream looking fresher than the JUCO right out of orientation? Orientation. I actually got a new. I didn't get a new camera. I just got a new setup. Callie West says, Paula Dean started Rosewood. Ninja, ninja, ninja. All right. All right, let's get off of rakes now. You know what I mean? We don't want to piss people off from you know the wrong people. They took their ass whooping today, the so they mad. Let's get back to the straggles. All right, look. Look how many people are not here. Boy. Oh, boy. Some people showing their true colors. We had like 2,000 people in here. Now the numbers didn't dip. Numbers them dip. We lost like 200 people. They was like, we can't take this ass whooping, man. Take this ass whooping, y'all. <laughs> y'all deserve that ass whooping. If you on if you on their side, I don't know what to tell you, fam. All right. Mother hires drill sergeant. Mother hires drill sergeant to take uh to take the lead on disciplining their their fatherless kids. All right. So let's talk about this here. Let's put this up here. As you can see. Uh, we'll play the video in its entirety and come back and check it out. Uh, there's no volume. Crazy. Cursing at her. Telling her what you won't do. You won't clean your room. You won't do what you want to do. And you talk to your mother like that? Like you tough? Do you think you're tough, little man? Talk to me like you talk to your mother. Talk to me. You think you're tough, don't you? What's up on me? Cuss me out. Tell me you ain't going to do what I say Do I dare you. I dare you. You ain't
1: gonna do it to me? Why you do it to her? Why you talk to her disrespectfully? Why? Little boy, answer me.
0: (laughs) Why do you talk to your mother disrespectfully? You don't know why you do it. Today, I'm gonna help you find out why. And Uh today it is today it is do you understand you will not call your mother out of her name ever again You're doing all like right she crazy okay uh, wait, 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 wait. Her, uh, her- uh, okay 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 it says right here this mom has had enough of her 10 year old son disrespecting her and it says at the bottom book your house call today mm. at the bottom you can't see it on the screen it says book your house call so you can hire a drill sergeant you see it right there you could hire a drill sergeant to come yell at kids that are disrespectful to their mothers. <laughs> All right, um, this has been done before. There's been drill sergeants. Uh, I believe uh, J- uh, Maury or Jerry Springer used to do something similar to this. And um, you know, in today's world, this is considered abuse uh, for children. Uh, there's another way to parent. I'm going to show you this in a minute. Um, this could uh, highly consider some sort of abuse intimidation. Uh, The son is 10 years old. He's probably well enough to know what disrespect is. And uh, this is supposed to be a replacement for a father figure where this woman is actually probably trying to get paid through the child support court. And instead of having a father, she traded the father in for a paycheck, right? And uh, this is the results of that. The chickens will come on the roost. Now, this kid's going to start becoming bigger than her parent, his parent, in about four to five years. He'll be bigger, taller, faster, stronger, and uh, this is why she wants to nip it in the bud now. And I find this to be exactly pathetic of our society. This is pathetic. And it says right here, this mother has had enough of her 10-year-old disrespecting her so she hired a prison prevention specialist to come and see her son. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where's the father? Nobody wants to talk about this. But they want to talk about, well, the father ain't there. But you got them page- you got them child support checks, didn't you? Yep, you got them child support checks, all for 500 bucks. So I don't think that this is, I don't think that the man that's yelling at the child is out of line or out of bounds. I don't believe it. I think our society is well beyond the point of discipline and respect. Us snatching collars, us pulling rank, us telling these kids what's what. Um, And you know, you're going to disagree with me. This could be your disagreement show. But for some reason, in our world, we care too much about kids' feelings. I mean, that's just what it is. I can't help this shit. This is how I feel. And if you're young and if you're under 30, you don't understand. See, we were treated like this almost on a daily basis. We were like an afterthought most of the time, especially Gen Xers. Like, we were raised ourselves. We were latchkey, uh, second generation, third generation of divorces. Uh, we grew up fast. We worked at 15 Um, when we were technically weren't supposed to work at 16. Some of us went to war. Some of us went to the streets and violence. A lot of us played hardcore football where we got our bell rung and they just told us to shake it off. We grew up in a different time. So you might not understand this because you're an entitled, weak sunflower seed or what do they call it? Snowflake. So you don't understand how good you got it. I get it. I get it. I don't condone people disrespecting young people just because. But let me give you an example here. (laughs) Let me, yeah, some people went to school where the nuns used to give you spankings. All right, let me show you this parent video because this one's going quite viral as well. And uh, this is what young kids get today. Parenting now versus when parenting when I came up. So this is what people are trying to negotiate with kids. One rule that I have is never negotiate with kids and women and most men. I don't negotiate with people who are clearly under my legacy line and lineage. You're clearly under me. I'm not negotiating with you. I'll waste a whole bunch of money before I negotiate with you. You clearly don't know who the f- you're talking to. All right, so I don't negotiate with women. I don't negotiate with children. I tell it like it is, and if you can't deal with it, the hell with it. All right? I say, your ass can freeze. Or you can listen to me. Somebody says I don't negotiate with kids in the comment section right here. All right, go freeze then. I don't give a shit what you do. Go freeze. But I ain't going to freeze over you. My rule is I am not going to freeze over you. But you can freeze by yourself. Mm. All right, but you ain't going to make me freeze because you're your dumb ass with no accountability. You want to tell me what to do. I don't negotiate with women and children. That's an automatic. I don't care who you are. All right, here we go. Time to clean up, okay? Uh, Michael, can, can you pick up those toys for me? You don't want to? Can you tell me why you don't want to? Okay, well, if you don't want to, that's fine. Just, just make sure you get all that stuff off of the bed there. Straighten up the bed. Get all those things off of the bed. All right, so let's go back here. This is what people tell parents to parent. Now, I don't know if you know, kids are very smart. Stop making kids and women out to be dumb. What you're doing is they're realizing they have one over you. So they're just going to toy with you as you try to negotiate with them. They're not in the sense of negotiation, just like the brother mentioned about the rug. No, they're just going to be petty, throw their fit, get their weight, and move on. And they'll wink. I don't care if the kid's 8, 5, 10, 15, 19. I don't care if it's the woman. The woman's just going to throw a fit until you give up. And then you want to negotiate with them. This is the type of negotiation that I don't understand. It takes way too long to get to this point. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to let you guys know like this. Why don't you want to clean up? This ain't not part of the deal. Time to clean up. Okay. Uh, Michael, can can you pick up those toys for me? You don't want to. Can you tell me why you don't want to? Okay. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen. Okay. Let's, let's find a different way about this. No. uh, Words. You know, our brain don't connect the words like this. <laughs> all right. Now the house is going to have to shake. House shake. Here we go right here. Let's go have, have the house quake. Hey, well, if
3: you don't want to, that's fine. Just, just make sure you get all that stuff off of the bed there.
0: Yeah, no. Listen, when you, once you already gave up leverage, if you don't want to, that's fine. No, I gave an order instruction. You are under my provision. You follow. Simple. You don't follow consequences and repercussions. All right, let's see what the old school daddy will go and do. Yeah, straighten up the bed. Get all those things off of the bed. Get this fucking cover back on the bed. Stuff for the stupidity and shit. I'm not playing with none of y'all today. I will fuck y'all up. <laughs> all right. Uh-oh, the kid's gone. See, look. <laughs> now, the point got made real quick. Now, when he started doing that, guess what happened? They start sniggling. So people think about trauma. Oh, I'm going to be traumatized. It's just trauma. I'm going to remember this when I'm 25. No, they ain't. They ain't going to remember none of that shit. Now, if you do, that means you ain't got shit to remember. You need some more memories. But watch what happens when the guy started going off because he got tired of it and he had five kids. He wasn't negotiating with five. He, this parent's trying to negotiate with one. And can't get it done. The other guy said, We're gonna end the negotiation right now. And I'm gonna remind you who boss. And guess what happened? Watch the young ladies. Watch the young ladies that um start hearing it. They start giggling. Why? Because they were manipulating the in the first time. When they were trying to challenge him, they were manipulating him. And he said, I ain't dealing with the manipulation. And they started sniggling. They didn't cry. They didn't curl up in the corner. They didn't rock. They didn't take prescription drugs. They didn't go see a counselor. They know they got called out on their bullshit. Let me go ahead and show you. Yeah. (laughs) Let me go ahead and show you as to the young women reacting to the father going off. Time to clean up. All right. I can't show you this part right here. I'm going to try to uh, pause it just so you can see it. I have to um, mute this part because I don't want to hear this part for the 15th time. All right, let me see here. All right, right here. You see that? You see this? <laughs> right there. All right, there it is right there. Now, this is what happens when you probably have to do this on a uh, constant basis with these hard-headed ass kids. So there you go. Does she look traumatized? Nope. She looked like she's sniggling and is like, oh, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> right there. See, they laughing. Both of them are laughing. Both of them are laughing. They ain't traumatized. This is bullshit. So uh anyway, and if you if you traumatize, you just weak, man. Just <laughs> weak. All uh, right. You you weak. You weak. That's how, that's what it is. You weak. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? Uh, speaking of weak. I'm just trying to transition into something else. Before we do that, let's do this. Uh let's get the like button hit. Oh, we got over a thousand likes. It's all good. Let's get the like button hit right
3: here. got fetish for
0: next and I just leave Next window Jane. Let second me. cop the with the the at the And we back. All right. I'm gonna do some super chats because we're gonna get into the main event. We don't, we're gonna dig into somebody's chest. Okay, let me put this back on the screen right there. Let me catch up on super chats and I'm gonna get into it. Shout out to Setsana says, doing workout, listening to CGA is a bad idea. Don't hurt yourself out here, brothers. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Ooh, are there parents in the building? Are y'all scared of your kids? For real? Y'all scared? Shout out to my man, Curtis Blow. That's what I'll call you. He said, with a co-sponsorship. I'm red, He said, drill sergeant. Now that's the good stuff. A 10 hut. 10 hut. 10 hut. Shout out to Joel says found both of my sisters at the Juco, age 21 and 25. Uh oh. Your rents do, motherfucker. Uh-oh. Uh oh. See? Thanks to everybody on locals. Uh, not me. Not my girl. Not my daughter. Not my niece. Not my nephew. <laughs> Not my not my sisters. Mm Mm-hmm. Aha. Take a look at that. Found his sisters 21, 25 at the JUCO. The JUCO is it. Shout out to Rasta Pasta. Thanks for all you do. You save my life with your daily content. I get I shot you out twice. Appreciate you. Man, it's cold, cold world out here, man. Wait a minute. That's not what I wanted to hit it's an evil world we live in it's an evil world uh let's see here let me check the paypals and then we'll get back to the show yeah your trans nephew they all out here man they all out here peace leave is the easiest thing to get right now box all right and you can get it however you want it ladies how do you want it how does it feel Coming up as a ninja in the fast lane, living in the cash lane. I'm for real. I'm telling her, do you want it? All right, let's talk about these wives out here, man. Let's get to the main event. All right. We talked about entitlement here. Oh, I messed that up. We talk about entitlement. Let's get to that main event. I got too many buttons on this screen. Uh, Entitlement. Let's take you to this story right here. Um, This is a woman that was on a television show, Fair Use called Real Housewives. I don't know what she was on, Newport, Beverly Hills. I don't know, but she looks like it. Her name is Taylor Armstrong. And let's go ahead and pop this up right here. Taylor Armstrong, fair use. This is going to come from the Jeff Lewis podcast, the Jeff Lewis podcast. If you don't know who Jeff Lewis is, well... Um, Jeff Lewis is, I think he used to do like house flipping and, uh, he would get really in the tizzy back on Bravo. Uh, wait a minute. I don't know what that music was in the background, but Jeff Lewis was a house flipper on Bravo. I think he had like a millionaire flipper or something. Well, this woman's going to talk about her husband and how financially controlling he was. All right. Let's listen to the show right here. Let me see here.
2: Let's get it lined up. All right. Fair use, and you told me that you know you had at the time when we were watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it seemed like a very charmed life, right? It didn't seem like, I mean, you were uh you were very very privileged, and what was interesting is that you were you told me you know I had this black Amex card, I really could spend whatever I want, I you know, and you did, but what was interesting, your husband was very controlling and uh very financially dominating, and you told me last night, which was interesting, at the end of the month. When he got the credit card statements, what would happen?
0: All right. So he set it up and uh, look at this uh, mush mouth over here. All right. So very dominant, financially controlling. All right. Financially controlling. And take a look at the woman here. Once you see it, uh, you will realize that she a whole problem. But let's see here uh, what's going on with Jesus. Let's see what she got to say.
4: He would call me into his office and pull up my credit card statement and then we'd go line by line and he'd want to know who I was with on every occasion. You were at Starbucks and you spent $15.60. Now I know you don't eat that much at Starbucks, so who were you with having coffee? You were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and spent $140. Who were you with? And He would go line by line and that is a form of control. So often financial abuse is such a huge form of control in domestic situations.
3: In these (sighs) streets.
0: Um, guys, this is going to go with the title of the show. Why you don't give women, wh- listen, never give them, never give them what they want. <laughs> don't never give them what they ask for. This woman got a so-called lavish lifestyle. She basically, somebody called her, uh, uh, the lip injections. She got the lip injection she got the whole build bitch suburban edition, bolt ons, fake hair, fake lips, fake every goddamn thing. I mean, she owned everything. She nothing real on her. Fake nails. And now she's talking about somebody financially controlling and abusive. Because he lets you run free with the credit card, but he just wants you to be held accountable. He calls me into his office and line by line. Let's let's listen to more of this shit. All right. Guys, this is why you can't give them what you want. Hold on for a second.
4: Spent $140. Who were you with? And... He would go line by line, and that is a form of control. So often, financial abuse is such a huge form of control in
0: domestic situations. All right, and so this guy's nodding his head. Yep, financial abuse. Guys, man, don't give him a dime out here.
4: And he'd want to know who I was with on every occasion. You were at Starbucks, and you spent $15.60. Now, I know you don't eat that much at Starbucks, so who were you with having coffee? You were at the wow. Beverly Hills Hotel and spent $140. Who were you with?
0: Wait, that is that not a fair question? How does that not a fair question? Why do you spend $15 at Starbucks? Who did you take? <laughs> right? <laughs> Why are you spending $140 at the Beverly Hills Hotel on yourself? Why are you at the hotel? Let's answer that shit. <laughs> Why did you take your personal trainer with you to go to have brunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel? What is going on here? Now, this is abuse. Oh, it gets better. Guys, and there is something that once I reveal this, y'all really gonna be floored. Watch this.
4: And he would go line by line, and that is a form of control so often. Financial abuse is such a huge form of control in domestic situations.
2: That's insane. So this was a monthly, regular occurrence where he doesn't really care if you're at Barney's and you're spending six grand, but where he's concerned is restaurants, coffee, bars. Who are you with? Who are you with? Wow, so was was he tremendously insecure?
0: I think we're just controlling and wow, we got narcissistic, controlling, and insecure. All right, all right, let's let's do it. We're just controlling, narcissistic,
4: and so controlling. Um, very very jealous. Jealous. I I mean, I remember being in a facial one day and him calling me and
0: (laughs) she got the total package facial from CGA.
4: I had like one of those masks on and trying to have a conversation with him and he's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Fair use."
0: Literally getting a facial. Like, do you want to? She getting a facial. Mm Fair Mm -hmm. use. So, as you can see, she's kind of clueless. I'm getting a facial after he saw you at the Beverly Hills Hotel with your personal trainer. That's probably not how you wanted to phrase it, but let's continue.
4: Talk to the person who's giving me the facial, and unfortunately, it was a man, which started a whole new thing. And I'm like, I'm at the face place; right. <laughs> nothing is going down here. I promise. Yeah. But it was like that all
0: the time—the phone just ringing and ringing and ringing—and keeping always, tabs on you all the time. I'm, yeah, keep, don't keep no tabs on me. Uh, just keep giving me the credit card. No tabs.
4: I mean, and also lots of recording devices in my cars and my houses, monitoring. Really? Yeah. He eventually had me take a polygraph test.
0: Who believes this shit? Who believes this? Now watch this. Watch this. Who believes this? I I, I would venture not to believe this, but I did a little research. I did a little research, and I said, damn, this sounds controlling and insecure. I said, let me find out who her husband was. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put this up on the screen. And uh, I got to get my sound effects ready. I don't know if this is the husband she's talking about, but uh, let, me, let me give you some sound effects right here. Y'all ready for this? Okay. All right, let's put this on the screen. I got to get my sound effect ready right here. This is her husband, allegedly. This was one of her husbands. Taylor Armstrong reveals what she thinks led to Russell's self-deletion. Wait a minute. Is this the husband she's talking about? Her husband self-deleted? The insecure narcissist. The guy can't even speak for himself. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, no. So let's read who her husband was. And she's talking shit about him, about being a control oh man let me let me get to this man man these people out here ain't shit all right uh take a look at what we got here if you will uh let's go ahead and play this sound effect new 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 new
3: new world order
0: (laughs) right it says right here real housewives of beverly hills alum taylor armstrong is opening up about the death of her late husband russell armstrong while appearing on the august 3rd Episode of Sirius XM's Jeff Lewis Live, Taylor spoke candidly about her husband's 2011 self deletion. My man got a dude, he got a one sided story out here, and this bitch gonna live into infamy forever telling her side of the story. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what deleted what what he did. I'm gonna tell you what he what what led him to delete himself. The day after Taylor discovered Russell's body. (laughs) bruh man open this case back up fam open this case back up she discovered the body oh hell no allegedly his business partner was also found deleted sound effect so wait a minute it says right here, the L.A. coroner ruled that Alan Schramm's deletion was a suicide. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Okay. I'm trying to read the article. Alan Schram's death deletion was a self-deletion. That's what I meant to say. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Uh, quote her from Taylor. I'm not exactly sure what day Russell ended up self-deleting, but the same day is when his business partner self-deleted. Taylor explained due to his religion. His family asked that the news remain private until they were able to properly bury him. It says, was Russell in business with the wrong people? The flipping out star then asked, is it possible that they were in business with the wrong people? Taylor says and confesses there's a lot of speculation that that was the case. And she says, okay, and it is possible that both of these men could have taken their own lives to to protect their family. Continuing on, I think that's highly likely as well, according to, uh, I can't, I don't know what that means right there. Only 47 at the time of his self-deletion, Russell took his life just days after Taylor had filed for divorce citing alleged physical and verbal abuse within their marriage. Their daughter, Kennedy, was five years old when the father self-deleted. Let's go back. Let's go back to the video. Let's go back to the video. The man she's talking about deleted himself, and I don't know. He, he was in weird business deals. I don't know. What was it? I can't figure it out. But he did it days after you filed divorce, citing physical, invi- uh, bruh. You don't think that's why he did it? <laughs> you don't think? Bruh, what are we doing? And she's up here throwing more dirt on his name. Let's continue. Uh, Fair use.
2: Wow. It's so interesting
0: also that he was, I, I'm thinking back now because I also watched from the very beginning... And he was actually, all right, and let's go back. Let's go back. They're trying to, they're trying to clean this shit up. Uh, But here we go. Here we go. She don't know why he did it, but she done moved on with her life and still bitter. What you're going to find out is these people be out here bitter, 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 bitter as hell. And even though this ninja dead for at least 13 years, she can't get over it, but to keep kicking dirt on his name.
4: We'd go line by line, and he'd want to know who I was with on every occasion. You were at Starbucks, and you spent $15.60. Now, So
0: this is worth the divorce itself. This is the abuse? Is this the abuse you're talking about that led him to delete himself? Is this it? I got to question this. This is why you can't give them anything. They're they're just not happy. You give them something, they ain't happy. Mm-hmm. Force you to take your own life, and nobody knows why. They just, uh, well, because of our religion, we got to keep it private. I'm, I'm starting to figure out why he possibly self deleted as a, as a possible, you know, when I play spades, I say, I can get you four with a possible too. Now I might not be able to get you them too because it's depending on who leads, but I told you it was a possible. So if we went and we, you said we can run a Boston on them. It ain't my fault. Those were possibles. And this is a possibility here. I'm just telling you, this is a possibility. And she's still throwing shade on him, calling him a narcissist.
4: I know you don't eat that much at Starbucks. So who were you with having coffee? You were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and spent $140. Who were you with? And he would go line by line. And that is a form of control. So often financial abuse is such a huge form of control in domestic situations.
2: That's insane. So this was a monthly regular occurrence where he doesn't really care if you're at Barney's and you're spending six grand, but where he's concerned is restaurants, coffee who, bars. Yeah,
0: yeah. Who are you now, man? You know what? You know what's sad about this? You know what's sad? I don't know how the man died. Oh, well, I know how he did it. He allegedly deleted himself, but I don't know why, but it's odd that the man deleted himself, not after the shady dealings, but after the divorce was pulled. Okay. That's odd. That's odd timing. And maybe he did not want to go to court and talk about it. I have no idea. Maybe he, um, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. Maybe he didn't want to defend it. Maybe he knew it was going to cause him a lot of money. Oh, by the way, uh, I do have another article on this. I do have something else. Watch this. Watch this. I did my investigation. CGA investigations is here. It says right here at the time of his delet- deletion, Russell was more than $1.5 million in debt. His lawyer blamed it on his efforts to keep up with the lavish lifestyle portrayed on the show. It was no coincidence that the first time we met Taylor on the show, she was laughing about hiding the amount of money she spent on clothes from her husband. The reported $50,000 price tag for the tea party Taylor hosted for Kennedy's third birthday didn't help either. Interesting. Interesting. So the just swimming in debt, trying to keep this person happy okay while you're over there torturing his ass I'm not happy (laughs) so remember remember he went line line by line well you're you're buying $50,000 dresses or tea parties you're saying you're hiding the amount of money you spend on clothes and then he wants to know line by line if he's actually cheating but he's the abuser he's the abuser All because he wants to keep this, what people would consider a trophy wife. I know she old and the old head, but, uh, in, 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 in Southern California and the rich areas, this is a trophy wife, sadly enough. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying she is, I'm just saying it is right. People, for some reason, got a fetish for hot girls that look like, um, I older women that look like 1990s porn stars. It is what it is. All right. Don't be mad at me. I'm just a messenger. I'm not telling you what it is it just, it is. All right, but um, take a look at this, guys. Take a look at this. Uh, Entitlement. How about this uh, bitterness? Look at this bitterness on full display right here. Why you don't give them what they asked for? Ladies, are you here? Check this out. Check this out. Divorce mom. This woman's actually going to put this out here, and it goes, you know, somewhat viral. This woman's a comedian, I suppose. Divorce moms. Listen to this. Just a heads up,
1: honey. Your dad's picking you up from practice today. He wants to take you out for ice cream. And he's probably going to be with his new girlfriend in his new sports car. So if you see two people you don't recognize and they're waving wildly at you, it's them. All right. And I know you're 14, so it's going to be hard. But try not to stare at her big, fake beach balls. I'm sure they'll be hanging out. And she's not old like me. She might not be that much older than you. But don't get excited because she doesn't want to date you. Okay? She wants to date your dad because she's got daddy issues. You got it? It's gonna be fine. I'm sure she's lots of fun, and she never complains, and she has nothing better to do than to entertain your daddy. Okay, see you tonight, honey. <laughs> well,
0: the, the, the this should say the bitter divorce mom. This should say the bitter divorce mom. Obviously, she got what she wanted, which was the divorce. She she wasn't happy. Obviously, she probably filed for the divorce. We're just gonna tell you statistically. All right. She thought she can get a better man, a Prince Charming. He wasn't treating me right. uh, But, 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 and she got the alimony and she got the house and she got the kids because this ninja actually just, and she got the child support and she got the child support, but she also got older. She also hit the wall. She got silly, still bitter. But so the guys out here enjoying his life, he got the sports car. He got the junior college girlfriend with the bolt ons or the, whatever you want younger, Yes, the kid's 15 and his girlfriend's 19, legal. It's okay. And guess who's bitter about it? Guess who's mad, (laughs) as they say.
3: And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's
0: always Jermaine's fault. So you would figure with the fact that she didn't want to be with him no more and divorced him and has custody of you, primary, and has the child support check kicking in and has the house, you would think she would be happy. But guess what? I'm not happy guess what you cannot make them happy this is why you can't give them what they asked for you can't give them what they want it's never enough they're gonna be mad no matter what so she got the life that she wanted and guess what she still ain't happy i'm not happy she's still she's still pocket watching the daddy taking them back for child support modifications all right
1: just a heads up honey your dad's picking you up from practice today he wants to take you out for
0: ice cream wow and so uh this is what we don't we never call this abuse all the abuses that we have out here in this world, we still will not call this abuse. This is parental alienation and abuse. But nobody will. All the abuses we have, we don't have this as abuse. He wants to take you out for ice cream. No, she's not excited about it. How come she said, hey, man, your dad's picking you up. I'm glad he's still involved in your life. He's going to take you out to dinner. You stay out late, as late as you want. If you want to spend over, night over his house, spend the night at his house. Nothing. She's still bitter. And He's probably
1: going to be with his new girlfriend and his new sports car. So, if you yep. So, pocket watching, pocket watching. <laughs> you see two people you don't recognize and they're waving wildly at you. It's them, all right.
0: Yep, because they're happy. See, they're happy. They' done moved on with life, and he' didn't moved on to the junior college. And they're happy, and you're not. You're a miserable, bitter old divorced woman, right? And I know you're
1: 14, so it's going to be hard, but try not to stare at her big, big
0: beach balls. Now, what can she do raising a 14-year-old? This woman can't even get past the fact that she's divorced. She cannot raise a 14-year-old boy. The boy should be with the father. The boy would probably have more fun with the father, but he's got to be emotionally terrorized by you because you're gonna. the kid's going to say, hey, I want to live with dad.
2: No, you can't do
3: that to me. No, you can't do that to me.
0: That child support check going to get cut. That child support check gonna get cut. So now, (laughs) and dad's like, nah, son, stay with your mom. I'll see you when you're 18. sure they'll be hanging out. And she's not
1: old like me. She might not be that much older than you, but don't get excited because she doesn't want to date you, okay? She wants to date your dad because she's got daddy issues. Of course,
0: and what do you have? Bitter divorce mom issue. Got it? It's gonna be fine. I'm sure she's
1: lots of fun. And she is, yes. And she never complains. And she has nothing better to do
0: than to entertain your daddy. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you could have done. You could have stayed with that job, but you cut the sex off. You, you try to make him earn it. You called him an abuser. You cut the sex off. Now you out there just wallowing in self-pity. Okay. See you tonight, honey. All right. So there you go right there. And there's her future. Nothing else planned. There's her future right there. The only thing she got left is the fact that her son is 14. That's it. That's all she got left. Soon as the son turned 18, he gonna skedaddle and she got Nathan left. It's a wrap. Wrap. All right, but you give, them what they, you give them what they want, they end up getting it. They don't want it. What about this, guys? How do you want it? Let's talk about Melody, Melody Johnson briefly. Wife accused of poisoning her husband's coffee with bleach for months. This is the This is not a repeat story. I've done stories on this one. Melody Johnson was arrested last month after allegedly repeatedly slipping the cleaning product into her spouse's coffee. Why don't we just leave? Why don't you just leave? Like, Why don't you go back and and leave with what you had on when we met? Just leave and take nothing. Leave us alone. We're happy here. The kids are happy. We got a plan. You don't. But nope, that's not enough. I got to take him out. Daddy got to go. Why? Because that money. This is because we incentivize divorce. We incentivize the destruction of the family. So the ladies don't leave with nothing. They end up saying, I got to get my money out of this. It says right here, a wife poisoned the coffee of her estranged husband. US U.S. Air Force husband's bleach for months, I think there's some words that are missing here. Let me see if I can see if I can figure this out. Seems like one of these adverts are over it. It says right here, the husband who has not been publicly named first noticed his coffee tasted odd at the end of March while stationed in Germany. Johnson, pause, 39, and her husband. It says right here are going through a divorce but live together with the child. It's always the divorce. It's always that. So it wasn't that. It, he was about to be out. So they already filed for divorce. Probably she did. They lived together with the kid. Guys, why would you live together with the woman you're divorcing? I mean, that's an automatic hitman scenario. All right. You automatically going to come up missing. Uh, but you stayed for the kid and your ass about to be on snapped. All right. So anyway, it says right here. In May, the husband set up a camera in the house, which showed Johnson pouring something into the coffee pot. He pretended to drink the coffee until the family moved back to America on June 28th because he didn't want to file a report in Germany. All right, there you go right there. The husband filed a report the next day, but was told by officers that it wasn't clear what Johnson was pouring into the coffee pot. When the family moved to a permanent home on July 7th, he set up more cameras that Look like fire alarms. All right. One was placed in the laundry room. Okay, right there. He got multiple evidence on her. But, of course, what about love? What about love, guys? Man, it could happen to the best of us. All right. Let's go to the next story right here. How about this woman right here? How about this woman? This young lady says, being a good woman has literally got me nowhere. We talked about that before in the stream. But we're going to go ahead and see her. Um, She says, being a good woman has gotten us nowhere. Now, before I play the video, I have to make a quick assessment here and be honest. I see nothing but cankles in this video. I see big old thick thighs and fat around the knee and cankles. Everybody can see it. I would love to see the socks off, but you got your socks on, so you're already in violation. What does being a good woman have to do with you being severely out of shape? I mean, come on. Let's hear what she got to say on this one. (laughs) Here we go.
3: Being a good woman has literally gotten me nowhere, but I don't have it in me to go be in the streets. So if you need me, I'll be at work or sleeping or at the gym. If you like me and you think you want to date me, please leave me alone. I don't feel like crying anymore.
0: All right. And so, wow, they winning out here, aren't they? She definitely looks in better shape than she did with them ankles wrapped around it. So here we go. This is a typical, I'm a good woman coach, but what about the good ones? Damage. They're all damaged. Like they're in a damaged state, meaning that they're dealing with so much trauma. By the time this woman looks about maybe 28 years old, by the time they're 28, they've already been traumatized way too much. And so she's saying, being a good woman has got me nowhere. Yeah, but you doubled down on a little bit of that feminism. So now you stretched it out, thought you was going to have Prince Charming at 28, and a whole that shoe simp.
1: And that's you. But
0: you don't have a that shoe simp. So now you're running around here saying, well, I was a good woman to how many men? What about your college 304 days? What about your, what about your 304 phase? <laughs> you don't want to talk about that, do you? Well, that's leaving you out here single. So, yes, you'll spend time at the gym, and you'll go on hikes, and you'll have a fabulous life for Instagram, but you'll be hurt on the inside. But, of course, you got what you wanted, didn't you? You got your career, your job, your degree. You also have your debt, and you have this idea that you deserve a good man. See, ladies, I have to ask you a question if you're watching me. I have to ask you a question because I ask you the two questions. Uh, the one question that I always ask, I haven't got a good answer yet, other than, well, I like women. The entitlement that women have on the dating marketplace essentially says, I am a woman. I deserve a relationship. I deserve a good man. I have a punani. I have the peace leave right here. Thus, because I have a peace leave, I deserve a marriage, or relationship. I, where is that written? Who said? Who said? This is a myth. This is a myth. You don't deserve anything out here. You're not entitled to anything. You have to work for it. You have to actually sacrifice. You have to be willing to give up. You have to be willing to compromise. You have to give up. A a lot of women don't want to give up anything. So they have everything they have, and they have all of their baggage, and they say, this is it. It's a package deal. All right. But, ladies, here's the question. The two questions. First question is, what entitles you to a relationship? What? <laughs> what entitles you to a re- Why do you feel like who says you, you get a mate? You deserve a mate. Where, where is that written? Not only a mate, a lifelong mate. A man that's going to sacrifice and give up all of his shit and compromise completely. To, where does that say it? Whoever told you that, Lied to you. Mm. I hate to deliver the facts. Whoever told you that flat out lied. (laughs) Because you're, let me just talk, let me, because I got to show you what she said. She said, being a good woman has gotten me nothing. What did you expect to get? (laughs) Right here. Mm. All right, this is entitlement. Why did you expect that that was going to get you something? <laughs> That's the question. All right. Now you're mad because you were, guys, this is for you too. I deserve a hot model chick. Who told you that? Being a good woman has literally gotten me nowhere. It's got me nowhere. Really? But I can't be in these streets. Yeah, right. But I don't have it in me to go be in the streets.
3: So if you need me, I'll be at work, or sleeping, or at the gym. If you like me and you think you want to date me, please leave me alone.
0: <laughs> because I'm traumatized. I'm fragile. Look at that face, guys. Now listen. You know she' about to hit the wall. I mean, them eyelids. You know, once the eyelids go on the uh, on the fairer skin people here, it's a wrap. So. This woman's got so much trauma. Why? Who's signing up for this? Good women, the good women. Are like I'm a good woman, but are you traumatized? Do you have trauma in your life? Yes. Well, sorry. This woman been bitter, bitter. She a bitter person, right here. She been hurt and bitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All she getting is recreational material. So that's that's the problem here. You're giving them. She got everything she wants except what. What she believes she's entitled to. Why you do what? So you gave them all of this. You said they were going to be happy. And she's still not happy. She's going to be at work. She's going to be at the gym. These are all things that you weren't able to do 100 years ago. But now you got it. Now, guess what? Still not happy. I'm
1: not happy.
0: (laughs) Yep. Lexapro commercial. She's going to be on mental health meds. She's going to be sucking down uh, prescription drugs the rest of her life. Oh, man. Anyway. Last one, deep conversations while drunk. We got two young women here. Let's see what she has to say. Uh, Of course, I'm going to sit around and wait for a man to come come get me. This is essentially what women do. Uh, I'm going to sit around and wait for my man. All right, so here we go right here. Let's get into it.
3: I used to think I knew what love was. Until I got married and realized That I wasn't in love I was just in love with the idea of um, having What yeah. like, was told to me Was stability Until I met the person that I love And it was dang it in my face And it was like yo this is what love is And I can't even have it So it teaches you things It's like I, because I had everything Do you think that, that do you, have, I tried to make myself love that person Because why not would anybody want to be With my ex-husband I had everything she was getting to me. security Right, and all that. right, right. But I can sit here and tell you that I did not love him naturally. Like, I have love for him. But to say I was in love, like, you shouldn't have to learn how to love nobody. That love for mm, naturally. That is so like, true. Like, regardless of whether you see that person, that it's so like, I don't true. know what it is, but that little yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's so much to break down on this one. By the way, I would fold both of them up and I would send them running with a little bit of rent. But that's neither here nor there. Now, let's get back to that. Other than that, what else do they have? Well, guys, gentlemen, you say, what about love? She just described it right there. Well, I got love. I got a relationship. I got an easy guy. He came in, proposed to me. He gave me everything I want. He said, She said, What do I want? What is the name of the episode today? Why you never give them? what they want. He gave me what I wanted. So I thought I'm going to transact love back to him and she couldn't do it. Mm. I'm going to play that part again so you can hear it. She said, I, I was in love until I got love and I had to transact love back after getting married and I couldn't do it, but he kept giving me, but I couldn't complete the transaction, but all men pay, but I don't pay. Right. So she's in love with herself. She got everything she wanted, she said. But it wasn't enough. And she then said, why? Well, after I got everything, then I figured out, well, it's not worth it. So what do I have to do? I have to tear this man down. I have to break him. I have to disappoint him. And I have to move on with life. I have to fall back in love with myself. Many women will agree with this, and I don't mind you agreeing with it. This just further lets me know, ladies, if you agree with this, this is why you deserve nothing from men, right? This is why men should never give you what you ask for. Remember, ladies, if you agree with this, and I don't mind you agreeing with it, we could just go back to the transaction, all right? But if you agree with this, this is exactly why men should not give you what you ask for. Right there, period. Never. Because you end up thinking that this is going to keep her. And then she just figures out, you know what? Well, at the end of the day, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) So they go back to what they think they want. All right, let's continue. We're going to break it down here.
3: I think I just struggle with like. Because. I So I I, used to think I knew what love was.
0: Until I got married and realized that I wasn't in love. I was. Now, remember when I have told you this, guys. Now, this is not all women. But I told you, women that are trying to get in relationships with you, they think they know what love is. You think you know what love is. But what's the one thing that changes it when they have a child? Then they get to understand what love is. Then the love is unconditional. It's truly unconditional. This is why sometimes um, if it's between her, the child, and you, if somebody's got to go, it's going to be you as the male. This is why we talk about the praying mantis. She has what she wanted. She, she, has, she wanted it. She got it. And she said, I thought I knew what it was. But then, now remember when I tell you this. This is why I tell you never listen to a woman 24 years old or younger. Never listen to them. Never, act, never listen to them. Never placate. Never do anything that they say because they don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue. They're thinking like a child. They're thinking like, uh, like they're, like they're in a dream, a fantasy. I'll do this and I'll never do that. And I promise. And I'll do, guys. They can just renege, if you will, at any point. Well, I thought that's what I wanted, but guess what? I'm not happy. So then it's gonna be whose fault is it gonna be? Of course.
3: And- it's always
0: your main fault. So what did you have to do, ladies? Listen to me. What did the man have to do to give her the love that she thought she wanted, but she don't want it no more? See, this is where the ladies don't sympathize for men. What did the guy have to do to give her that love, to show her that love and transact the love back based on the conditions he provided? He kept trying to make her happy. What did he have to do? He had to buy the engagement ring, the wedding ring. He had to endure the suffering. He had to go through the hoops and hurdles. He had to provide. He had to invest. He had to build. He had to shelter, house, protect, clothe, feed, procreate, give up, compromise, deal with her attitude, demeanor, invest money, save, plan. She did not say that the guy didn't do what he was supposed to do. The guy did what he was supposed to do. So when I tell you, be proud to be a deadbeat, be proud to not give these women anything, because when you do, it don't help. (laughs) Does it help? Ladies, honest with yourselves. Is it really help? Does it really make a difference in the end? The answer is, nope. The majority of times it doesn't. It don't matter in the end, she's just gonna go with her feelings. The only thing she's more loyal to than than to her husband is her feelings. How does she feel and if she don't if she stops feeling a certain way rap it don't matter what you did why you don't give them what they want here we go let's let let's break it down right here. She says I thought I knew when I was twenty four but now that i'm thirty two Eh, I was wrong. And guess what? Give me my alimony, give me the pension, give me the car, give me the house, give me the child support. Yep. Give me all that. I was wrong. You were right. <laughs> mm. All right, here we go. Just
3: in love with the idea of um, having, having yeah. what was told to me was stability until I met the person that I love and it was danging in my face and it was like, yo, this is what love is and I can't even have it.
0: Yep. It was dangling right in my face. And society told me that this was what love is. And once I got it, I realized it was dangling in my face. Well, I'll have something dangling in your face, young lady. Come see daddy. All right.
3: Get him, daddy.
0: I got something to dangle in your face, but that's neither here nor there. This is a family show. But let's continue.
3: So it teaches you things. It's like I, because I had everything. Do you think that,
0: that you, would have. just because I had everything that every woman will want to have, fam? Mm-hmm. Are you listening to this? You hearing this? Ah, oh, I had everything every woman would have, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, young Cassie's trying to trying to get something in there. She's I don't know what she's trying to say.
3: I tried to make myself love that person because why not would anybody want to be with my ex-husband?
0: Why wouldn't, brothers, brothers, why wouldn't any woman want to be with him? And he probably was everything she wanted until he wasn't. So, eh, throw him away. But pay me what I'm entitled to on the way out. Don't forget that. You owe me. You owe me. I gave you my body and time. You're going to pay for all that sex. You're going to pay for the past usage of my body. Shout out to Tom Likas. You used to use this body, but you're going to pay me for the past usage of it, a.k.a. you're going to pay me for the use of my body while I was with you. And if you have to pay over 5, 10, 15 years, that's what you're going to do. All right. I used to think, but now I don't.
3: I hate everything. And she was giving to me security right right but i can sit here and tell you that
0: i did not love him naturally like i have i did not love him naturally because they cannot they don't love naturally people are still fighting me on this one i'm proving you they love you conditionally they love you transactionally the minute you whatever you're providing today if you stop providing it tomorrow and into the future, the relationship is over on the spot. I mean, she's looking for your replacement. Whatever you have, whatever you're transacting, could it be bills, could be Johnson, it could be adventurous sex, it could be spontaneity, it could be feelings, roses, flowers, it could be whatever the hell, whatever it is that's making her feel that way. Stop doing exactly that. And guess what? Is going to happen to her
3: in these streets,
0: just like that. She's going to find your replacement asaply. Meaning she's loving additionally transactionally. This is, she's admitting it by the way. Don't be mad at me.
3: Love for him. But to say I was in love, like you shouldn't have to learn how to love nobody. They love um, for me actually. That is so like true. Like regardless of whether you see that person, that it's so like, I don't true. know what it is, but that little yeah, yeah.
0: Pookie. Mm. So now she's describing Pookie. Well, you know, I had a righteous man. I had a lame, educated lame. I had a bookworm. I had a guy that I thought I should love. I had big old Ruben stuttered in front of me. All right. Talking about sorry for 2024. Yeah, he did everything, but I just wasn't attracted to him. Okay. What I really want out here is
1: that
0: I want Pookie. Give me Pookie. Give me Tupac with a degree. Give me Chad. Give me Tyrone. Give me that. All right, I'm going back down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what she's doing. <laughs> that's what she wants. And she wants to be out here in these streets.
3: In these streets.
0: All right, that's where she wants to return. And that's where she is right now at the hotel, motel, holiday inn. And she out here with her tag team partner right here.
3: Yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what she wants, man. And from the streets they come until the streets they return.
3: It's an evil world we live in. Hey man,
0: listen, I don't set the rules, man. I don't set the rules, but I know the rules, and that's how it is. And you can ask is well listen, we're at the eight o'clock mark here on the West Coast, and so it's late on the East Coast. I know we're gonna talk about what we need to talk about on locals, but what let's do this. Let's go on let's go on locals tomorrow after the show for the after party, and I'll fill you in on everything on where we are. So we'll go private. Go private locals after party after the morning show. Tomorrow, and tomorrow is, of course, Cordita Tuesday. All right, let's get the rest of the Super Chats, and shout-out to Travel with Mateo, says, Coach, did you see the new soft white underbelly with the divorce attorney? I did, and that's going to be a basis of, that's going to be one of the main events on tomorrow's show. By the way, that attorney is already featured on CGA's, I actually already have him, he was in a clip for De-Evolution, So that attorney is in one of the clips of commercials that I used to run for De-Evolution. He's in there. And he says, uh, if you've been hit in the head with a bowling ball, all right, if you walked outside and got hit in a bowling ball half the time, that guy, that diverse attorney, was already in my De-Evolution clip. All right, so he's actually the one on Soft White Underbelly. And Soft White Underbelly sounds like a good time at my house, by the way. Soft White Underbelly? Interesting. Sounds like somebody I know.
1: Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always go in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck.
0: Oh. Chill. Well, it sounds like a soft white underbelly. you But uh, anyway. um, <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Where we at here? Sounds like the junior college to me. Uh. Pro Blacks are irate right now. <laughs> Pro Blacks. Pro Blacks get <laughs> yeah. Oh, he says, yes, you wear a helmet. Yes, if you got hit above. Anyway. Shout out to Coffee Fan says, Coach, have you thought of doing a stream on how things change after having a baby? Also, having multiple daughters changes the marriage. Thank you, Free Agent Lifestyle for life. Yes. I need to break all that down. Indeed. Indeed. I need to break all that down. People don't know that's coming. Pause. All right. So shout out to our brother here, uh, Leon. He says the NWO has pressed us fathers to not rain, hell, fire, and brimstone on our kids for misbehavior. Now we're seeing the results. Young people are soft as cotton nail tissue. It's, it's part of their plan. Indeed. New, 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 new world. Oh, well, now in California, they could actually take your kid from you. If you are in a custody battle and you disagree with the kids being transitioned, right? So this has happened to, um, a brother here that, of course I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, but anyway, this is already being implemented and it's only going to force more bitter women to use that as a, um, as a, um, a ploy to get custody in cases, right? Oh, my kid wants to transition. He has wants to gender affirm, And that's gonna be a custody battle. Shout out to Curtis Blow says, where are them pastors at now, coach. Where they at? Where they at? All right, they ain't here now. Uh let me see if I can get uh check in on this. Check on this, and we're almost done. Hit the like button as you exit. And I'm glad to be back on schedule. I don't have any appearances in, uh the in the courthouses for a couple of weeks here. So it's all good. Uh, Eugene says, Eugene says, it's always poor blacks and whites acting like this. He says, give everyone in the Royal Rumble about 30 grand more than what they make now. And none of them would act like this. They would all act professional. And at the Ritz Carlton, well, the whites, he says, give who the white guys are supposedly have a, a business though. All right, but um, anyway, I think kind of racial fights are low-frequency behavior myself, but in this case, I can see an exception for it because the guy was getting assaulted, jumped 701. But um, yeah, you know, people are stressed out for finances. I get it. I get it. And this is why I encourage the 1% of my audience that are Money Mindset members and or waiting uh, waiting for that blue-chip mindset, this is why I encourage you to try to fix your finances first and that might change some of your behaviors about everything, everything. You know, you wonder why women are really upset today It's because there's only one reason why. And this reason
1: Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yep. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got three dollars and eighty five cents in my purse.
0: Uh, Yeah. Somebody says shirtless and barefoot seems low class, but they were on the boat. You know, I get it. I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, Alabama, by the way, you know what I mean? That's not the highest of class of people there, you know. Read Thomas Sowell books. <laughs> uh, Thomas Sowell has already done a deep dive and background on the redneck culture and why they were subpar human beings. But that's not the – listen, I'm not saying that. That's what Thomas Sowell said. And they said the people studied them and they saw the way they worked or didn't work. And, yeah, Thomas Sowell went in on rednecks. But pro blacks, don't get up, don't get happy. He also said that's where the black culture came from, but that's neither here nor there. All right, listen. So don't, don't get, don't get happy. Thomas Sowell had to break it down. He said, well, black culture extends from southern redneck culture. Hey, listen, man, read the book yourself. Read the book yourself. I, I ain't the one. I'm just a messenger.
1: And that's you.
0: I'm just a messenger. By the way, we also, we also, much of what we celebrate of ourselves of any generation, of any type of people is when we're poor, right? Most people uh their the food that they eat, their classic dishes, their traditional meals, are from when their their culture was poor, right? Uh, take the potatoes, potatoes for what Irish um you know, um flour, tortillas. All right. uh, Beans and beans and meat. I mean, come on, fam. I mean, those are all port chitlins for slaves and blacks. Um, You go down the line. Most of people's cultural traditional dishes came back when their people were poor as hell. Soul food. Mm. So uh, one thing we have to understand is a lot of times we hold on to our traditions, but they come from. They come from poverty. Let's celebrate some wins, fam. Let's celebrate when we wasn't low lifes around this mug. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate us doing some shit so I can eat high on the hog, not low. All right. But this is a traditional meal. Traditionally poor. I don't want that shit. All them carbohydrates and shit. Pig's feet and cow tongue. All right. Calf foot and (laughs) fajitas and. I don't want none of this shit. Everything's potatoes. No, thank you. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let me not eat some slop today. Can I eat some uppity, uppity, muckity, muckity shit? I want some high-end shit. I want some whole food shit. I want some kale. I want some shit that don't taste like nothing. All right. Anyway, look, we're just messing around here. Don't get offended by what I say. I'm just here for comedy. Shout out to Bob says they don't love average men naturally. They don't love average men naturally. Facts. Facts. Boot in. All right. Snake. Rabbit. Hog. Moss. All right. You got me out here eating this poverty food and shit. All right. Full of sugar and carbohydrates and all this stuff that's gonna make me fat. Steak. All right. I like steak. All right. Anyway, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the support and thank you for allowing me to be absent to fight my battle. Because the fight is real. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.